listening to Revelations Radio News with Andrew Hoffman and Tim Kilkenny, a listener-supported podcast located at revelationsradionews.com. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. For we are opposed around the world by a monolithic and ruthless conspiracy. We have before us the opportunity to forge for ourselves and for future generations a new world order. Either you are with us or you are with the terrorists. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Podcasting to you from Edmond, Oklahoma, which is not to be confused with Edmonds, Washington, where I was not located last week. I am one of your hosts, and my name is Tim Kilkenny. And from Piedmont, Oklahoma, where it's football season. I'm Andrew Hoffman. So, last week we did a show, and you said Edmonds. Edmonds, Edmonds, Washington. You said Edmonds, Washington. Ed- Edmonds, Washington. Really, I didn't even catch yeah. it. So I go back to do the very small amount of editing that I do these days. Usually, it's to clear up a curse word from a clip, <laughs> and uh, I go through. But I still have to find the beginning of the show. And, uh, you know, put the intro music on or whatever. So I you, go You're this. recording now, by the way, right? Oh, yeah. Shoot, I forgot. No, I'm good. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, so I went back and found the beginning of the show to add the intro. And yeah, plain as day. I said Edmonds, Washington. It is weird to move from Edmonds, Washington yeah, to... Yeah, I wonder how many people have, have lived in both. Have to Edmond, Oklahoma. It's confusing too, because one yeah. one doesn't have an S, one does, which we've talked about before. But still, it's uh, yeah, it's weird. So I told my buddy, I was like, uh, didn't work out down in uh, Newcastle area, so we're up in Edmond. And he was like, oh, you moved back to Washington? I'm like, no, nope. There's another another <laughs> town, another town there. So anyway, uh, yeah. So, football season, welcome. This is uh, the uh, unofficial second religion here in, 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 in Oklahoma. <laughs> Not so unofficial. <laughs> <laughs> Went to a uh, high school f- uh, football game. Got to see my nephew play a high school football game uh, last night. That was pretty cool. So. They don't happen to play Piedmont this year, do they? Oh, I bet they do. Oh no, Piedmont they, probably. They might be small. a different size. They, yeah, yeah might be. I think they're different size, so that'd be cool. But so no, I mean I would go to like one high school football game, but that's probably it. But. Yeah, yeah, it was fun. 
We're, we'll probably have to. We'll probably go to another one. So it was. Uh, it was a good time. Yeah, we are. I I was at a training for world's finest chocolate sales. <laughs> it's my my daughter's Christian school's fundraiser. So they teach you the the chocolate sales there. So. <laughs> I had a uh, speaking of which, I had a young high school age gentleman knock on my door today. So. Was he selling chocolate? No. Or selling something else? He was selling, so they did this in Washington too. It seems like, it's kind of crazy, right? With all the amount of money we put into the schools via property tax and whatnot that they still need money for things. Yeah. Kind of weird, right? But anyway, he knocked on the door and he had one of these somewhat scamish, but I guess somewhat realistically usable uh, coupons. It's like a oh yeah all the local businesses participate and you can get like you know free chips and salsa at this place or two dollars off a sandwich at this place oh those are legit yeah it's like but yeah it's they're legit it's just i don't know how many people use them you know what i mean i feel like a lot of people buy it and then just throw it away or like put it oh i'll use this and then never never right yeah it's not necessarily a profitable purchase no for sure but it's uh it's for a purpose, so I'm, and I'm a sucker, man. Any good salesperson really is, especially if there's somebody like a kid putting themselves out there. Uh, we're we're, now, we're suckers at heart. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll was buy. Was he actually a good salesperson? No, we just knocked yeah. on the door and he looks. It's scared. just mercy. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it is. No, I'm. Yeah. But I mean, it's like if you've ever waited tables. You're nice to servers. Right. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same sort of deal. And if it's 20 bucks or some kid's high school thing, I mean, come on. It's, I'm, a, yeah. I'm, de- I'm definitely... You get I'm, coupons. I yeah, mean. I get coupons. I'm, I'm definitely a, what they call lay down on that one. I'm just like, yeah, whatever you want. That sounds good. I'll buy it. Get it. Yeah, well, you know, don't don't tell me that too much. I'll be having my daughter knock on your, knock on your door there. If she makes the trek to, to all the way over here. <laughs> definitely gonna buy whatever she has <laughs> so it's a it's a little tricky because it's i mean i guess you could ship it right but yeah. you know we don't have as as many uh friends and family around to, oh, for sure. to yeah, hit yeah. up for the the chocolate sales there but they you know they make them sell a bunch and there are rewards and stuff and it does you know the school's got for private christian school pretty cheap tuition but you have to sell you have to sell or pay for like over four hundred dollars of chocolate in the fall and in the spring so (laughs) and i don't i don't want to pay for it all so right well i mean so let's what what, i mean we could utilize our network i guess we can't because you can't mail it yeah it's not not super mailable but if you're in the oklahoma city metro area i will bring chocolate to you directly to you yes there you go yeah so i was you know we we kind of probably missed our meetup window although i heard there was a a no agenda oklahoma city metro area meetup recently there was in yeah i didn't go 
But yeah, I didn't go either. I, it, here's the thing. It was like one of the first times we actually had company that wasn't you guys yeah. <laughs> come over, and it was already planned by the time I heard it. And then the other thing was, it was really close to our house. I was a little bit confused on that. I need to reach out or watch to see if that happens again. But it said Oklahoma City area meetup in Oklahoma City at The Collective. Go ahead and... Uh, if you, Which I'm is not, in Edmond? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> there's two there's one in norman and one in edmund so i thought hmm i wonder if it's just just down the street here so i don't know huh. well i'll have to check it out again next time they come through but it just didn't work out this time and we probably should have our own meetup yeah we keep talking about it but we really yeah. should i think we could pull at least three people no, i'm just kidding yeah no maybe maybe there's uh there's a couple locals. We'll we'll hear from one later in the show here, but uh, sure, yeah. sure. Well, uh, where to? You got to, you know. I always do all my stuff first. If you got anything, you really, my stuff is not super, like uh, you know, time sensitive necessarily. Topical. So yeah. yeah. Oh, I needed to do a, a correction. I had to do a correction from a show two weeks ago. My <laughs> my wife tunes into the show only to hear me exaggerate some story about her encouraging me to buy a grilled cheese donut sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> and she uh, spoke to me. She's like, hey, that's not how that happened at all. So I want to just issue a correction. Let everybody know I have made a mistake. I did not mean to besmirch the good name of my wife. She did not encourage me to get it. Uh, but was more just asking questions when I said that I should get it for content for the show. Uh, yeah, so that that didn't happen that way. Also, we didn't just randomly drive by; it was like highly rated. So, and I had and I had driven us to the wrong place. So that was my fault too. But just to say, like, oh yeah, we randomly drove by, and then she wanted it. she she wasn't thrilled with that. And it made me think too. It's like I wonder how many people start listening to our show, and then during our eight to ten minutes of like personal story monologue, turn off immediately. Yeah, that's it's, it's like it, an initiation. It's a bad so, formula. I think it's a bad formula because people. I think I bet there's a lot of people who are like, "Oh, James Corbett talks about these peas, but James Corbett's been on here. This must these guys must this be somebody. Must be quality content. Must be quality nope, co- nope. Click. <laughs> Log on. I don't care about the Seahawks. Click. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah spoiler. Is... Neither do I. Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's. The Russell Wilson rematch. Not not really the... F- is it coming up? I don't even care. Not necessarily the formula for success. Like Talk about what no. the show's not about for 8 to 10 minutes in the no. beginning. For- formula for success and Revelations Radio News. Yeah, it's, Those two things aren't... We're not like sending out our podcast like, this is how you do it, people. You want to be a <laughs> podcaster? This is it. But it's like, you know, it's almost 10 o'clock at night i'm hanging on by a thread got some got some brain fog going so it's you know we're we're doing a show absolutely we're doing a show we're putting we're putting ourselves out there and trying again i I, i've had more caffeine today than a person really needs i think and i would would calculate over 350 milligrams and then uh i just took an ice bath too because I'm exhausted and I just need to to push through and power on through this show. So I'm I'm here. I'm ready to go. Yeah. 
And, and I will say it could just be because I know your wife mm-hmm. that when you told the story on the show, in no way did I actually think she was encouraging you to get the <laughs> donut grilled cheese. So, But that could be just like additional knowledge that people don't who, have. Yeah. yeah. It was embellishment on my part. It was like a, trying to make the story. It's not... I'm not trying to make the story more interesting, but it was like trying to remember exactly how it happened. It's weird when you create content like just from memory and stuff. So, but yeah, I messed that one up. So I, I, I uh, so I, I want to issue a, a humble apology to uh, to my wife on that one. And yeah, she would never be like, yeah, you should get the donut cheeseburger. <laughs> but uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So let's let's get into it. I yeah took an ice bath i had some caffeine i am ready to go i have been you know it's like one kid has a, a a bad dream and then i'm up or i'm getting up for this reason or that reason trying to trying to work out every day trying to stay in shape and just end up tired drinking a lot of caffeine just just keeping it going trying to keep the show going and it's it's important i think these uh, are important times for us to document and to put our kind of uh thoughts out there on what in the world is actually happening so and if people do make it through the first 10 minutes of small talk then you know i have to say we kind of nailed the whole covid thing like (laughs) you you could listen to stuff two years ago and you're not going to hear us you know buying into the the propaganda then so oh yeah which reminds me of a clip that was from last week but we could just as well play it this week. I think it's one of the best videos or clips I'd seen uh, in recent memories. And that is We Were Right by Paul Joseph Watson. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. Are you going to play it? I'm about to. Okay. They ripped apart the threads of society. They shattered families. They shamed us with lurid images of patients on ventilators. They called us granny killers. They called us COVIDiots. Well, who are the idiots now? CNN medical analyst Dr. Liana Wen, one of the most vocal, vulgarian proponents of brutalist authoritarianism throughout the entire pandemic. The woman who relentlessly dehumanized and called for discrimination against the unvaccinated. It needs to be hard for people to remain unvaccinated. The woman who insisted the unvaccinated shouldn't even be allowed to go outside. You have the option to not get vaccinated if you want, but then you can't go out in public. The woman who said people who don't wear masks should be ostracized from society because they can't be trusted. Because frankly, we know that we can't trust the unvaccinated, that they have been walking around without masks. The woman who said children returning to school should be forced to wear industrial grade face masks. We have so many adults letting down their guard, not wearing masks, not getting vaccinated. Type of mask also matters. Ideally, KN95 or N95 if the child is able to tolerate that. If not, at least a three-ply surgical mask. Cloth masks are not enough. Well, she's suddenly changed the tune, hasn't she? But only after mask wearing seriously damaged the cognitive functioning of her own son. In an op-ed for the Washington Post, Wen acknowledges, quote, masking has harmed our son's language development. We have so many adults not wearing masks. She also had admits that mask wearing has negatively affected his childhood, impairing his social interactions. Oh, if only someone had been desperately trying to point out for the lion's share of the past two and a half years, 
that this was all happening. Oh yeah, we did. Time and time again. And we were called crackpots, swivel-eyed loons, science deniers, and every other slur under the sun. Studies showing masks were causing kids' IQs to drop as much as 22 points. Education experts warning forcing kids to wear masks was causing psychological trauma. Child speech therapists sounding the alarm and being ignored. Babies start learning how to speak by reading lips as young as eight months. So what happens when lips and faces are covered up by masks. We're seeing a lot of things that look just like autism. They're not making any word attempts and not communicating at all with their family. Ofsted reports detailing serious and long-lasting delays in learning caused by lockdown restrictions. Lockdown restrictions causing soaring child depression, self-harm and eating disorders. And aside from the health impacts, both mental and physical, the mask was deified as a holy sacrament and adopted as an ideological uniform. Those who refused to join the cult were vilified and monstered. <laughs> now the media has the temerity to order people to be nice to mask wearers. Despite everything we know, this coming autumn and winter, many countries will try to reimpose mask mandates anyway. And I'm sure that those imposing the rules will continue to dutifully obey them. And the sheer nerve of Fauci as he scuttles away into retirement to claim that lockdowns caused minimal damage. Well, I don't think it's forever irreparably damaged anyone. A report by The Telegraph based on official figures from the Office for National Statistics says that the effects of lockdown are now killing more people than COVID-19. Cases of undetected cancers, cardiac problems and serious mental health conditions are surging. With excess deaths 14.4% higher than the five-year average, roughly a 1,000 a week in the UK. There are now 9 million people People on the NHS waiting list, a backlog that is only growing. Duke, Harvard and Johns Hopkins experts say lockdown will cause one million excess deaths. Stanford University professor of medicine Jay Batakaria said that in years to come, lockdowns will be looked back on as the most catastrophically harmful policy in all of history. We told you that over and over again. And how were we treated? Publicly ridiculed, witch-hunted, deplatformed, banned, censored. YouTube has now quietly amended its COVID misinformation policy. Now it's permitted to question whether vaccines prevent COVID-19 infections. Now it's permitted to question the effectiveness of social distancing. Now it's permitted to say masks don't work. But all the people who fell victim to those arbitrary rules in the first place, many of them esteemed doctors and scientists, they're not getting an apology and they're not getting their accounts back. Let's not forget the multitude of indignities that we were forced to endure. Police harassing people for sitting on park benches, haranguing people for sunbathing on the grass. Guys, you can't stay on the green. Can you all go home? Can you all go home, please? It's not a holiday. It's a lockdown, which means you don't just come in sunbathe. Can you please just leave? Surveillance drones tracking down people for walking their dogs in open countryside. Families banned from attending the funerals of loved ones. Prevented from holding the hands of dying relatives. Children denied life-saving organ transplants because their parents were unjabbed. At one stage, they even considered abducting kids from their own parents and sending them to quarantine camps. And I said, Jeremy, the British public will not stand for mothers and fathers and families and children being removed from their family and their home and put in isolation. He says, who said they won't? The establishment endorsed demonisation of the unvaccinated, the repeated brutalisation of protesters who dared to assert that this was all wrong. Tell me the law 
that I have broken by being here today. Tell me what law I have broken. You cannot tell me any law that I've broken. We were terrified, intimidated by sinister, weaponized propaganda. Cruelly designed to elicit unquestioning obedience based on fear. Bullied, browbeaten by ominous daily death tolls. Where's the interest in publishing the daily totals of non-COVID excess deaths that are now ravaging the UK? There's a deafening silence. Perhaps a hope that it will all just go away. But it's not going away, is it? Rishi Sunak, then Chancellor and current candidate for Prime Minister, has gone public with what was happening inside 10 Downing Street at the time. They didn't even carry out a basic cost-benefit analysis of lockdown. You carry out a cost-benefit analysis when planning a summer holiday. But the government doing a cost-benefit analysis for locking down the entire country closing schools and shutting off the economy, the social harms, the serious untreated illnesses, depression, loneliness, suicide, poverty, the cognitive impairment of children, nothing, literally none of that was ever even considered. Top cabinet members weren't even told what was happening. He said his heroic efforts to avert disaster were deleted from the official records of meetings he attended. If that's true, if minutes of meetings affecting government policy were doctored, then Sunak's claims demand criminal investigation and jail time for those responsible, including bigwigs with letters after their names, who presumably knew the truth of it as well and kept their mouths shut, while people needlessly died miserable deaths, endured miserable lives, and the country was driven off a cliff. As Fraser Nelson in The Telegraph reveals, lockdown was never backed by science. It was about models and suppositions, educated guesswork. It was driven by moods, emotion, fear, and worst of all, politics masquerading as science. A scientific establishment shadow government was empowered to seize control with virtually no democratic oversight whatsoever. As Nelson asserts, such revelations, quote, should start a great unravelling of the lockdown myth. Now they're going to have some big whitewash inquiry so they can brush it all under the carpet. What are they going to say? Whoops, sorry, we got it wrong, my bad. Where's the accountability? Where's the justice for the devastation that they caused? We were right. We were right about masks. We were right about lockdowns. We were right about all of it. But it's not enough to just be right. The damage has been done. What on earth, if anything, is going to be done to fix it? To make sure this outrage never happens again. Yes, indeed. What will be done? <laughs> yeah, and they're just like the CDC is, oh, we had an independent person look at it, and they concluded that we did make some big mistakes, and the solution is more money and power for us. Just like every government, and every time government investigates itself, it decides it needs to get bigger and more powerful. And no one needs to go to jail. And that's what Paul Joseph Watson's saying. And yes, we need accountability. And actually, this is, you know, I'm not a huge Jim Brewer fan in general, but um, so I started watching this clip and I'm like, oh, Jim Brewer, he annoys me. And then. He why does he, why does he annoy you? Then he he kept talking and and like towards the end he was nailing it. I uh, just all the like kind of childish sound effects. So at the beginning, childish sound effects. But he's a Christ, he's, he's a Christian. When he's making sound effects, he's he's just so you know if you haven't seen the clip, he's doing the vaccine needle 
Okay. To the neck thing. Do you, you know he's a Christian? Uh, I mean, I know that's been claimed. <laughs> it's not so. claimed. There's a video of him talking about being deep in scripture. His wife has terminal cancer. And yeah. he, did, he did a whole long video where he talks about how much, you know, it, that God has been working on him and he's been deep in prayer and scripture and realizing how life is beautiful. And I don't think it's necessarily a claim. I think, I think it's... Well, that, so I'm, I'm not, I'm not claiming he's not a Christian. I'm just saying... Everyone who annoys general, you can't his, be good, can't be a Christian. I'm saying, in general, his style of humor has always kind of grated on me. Okay. The, like the clips that I've seen. Got it. But uh, this was good and very related to the to what you just played. Got it. And... Uh, would be my cue. It's funny, because I actually watched a video of him last night. Uh, and he's... We were talking about... Uh, yeah, he he does a he does he'd like a thirty minute video, po- he called it a podcast, it's like a video podcast. Right after his special kind of went somewhat viral, and I highly recommend that. But it's basically he just like stares at the camera and talks about how, you know, we just need to turn off the TV and not let media get to us. And you know, he's like the media, they're ghouls, they're sick, they just want to divide people. Just forget yeah. it. You don't need that. Turn it off. Enjoy how beautiful life is. And so. Th- I'm in a fan. Clip, I am a fan. So, in this clip, I think he calls her Scarf Lady. Yeah, she had uh, she had re- she had scarfs at the beginning. Referring to Deborah Burks, right? Is so which was it three weeks ago? The Scarf Lady from two years ago that would come out on the podium every night, like you know, you gotta make sure you get and make sure. I mean, that's the only way to save your life. It's a and then she comes out. For the world to see, laughing. We knew, quote, we knew, quote, these weren't as effective as we said they were. (laughs) Whoops, I'm sorry, were you not allowed at funeral? I'm sorry, were you banned from your family? Were you not allowed to see your grandchild? Were you not allowed to do anything because we said, whoops, we do. And no one battered an eyelash. Lives. Jobs. All of that was lost. Division. Still division. There's still some people holding on to that. No, you need 17 shots of my mama. That's why you need to get out of the circus. Or at least know you're in one. Because when things like that happen and people go, hmm, that's when they go, uh, Trump got invaded. Uh, January 6th. Uh, pro-abortion. Uh, it's... No, 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 no. I want to talk about what you just said. Did you just say you knew? You knew. Huh. Maybe some of my family will start accepting me again or let me in their house. Or some people start getting their jobs back. So be careful where they're pushing you to stare at and the evil that they're trying to put in you. Last night, come on, that was silly. That was something out of South Park. He's got red demonic things behind him. It is goofy. It's goofy. I didn't watch it. I see it all over the place right now. My friends were all upset. So don't be upset. 
Don't be upset. It's just a circus. They're trying to scare you. They're trying to divide you. Trying to get you to hate. Don't hate. Enjoy this weekend. So that that was referring to the Biden, sure, uh, you know, red light, <laughs> red lighting, uh, V for Vendetta speech there. Yeah, uh, that, um, that was that was a weird moment. And talk about predictive programming, like directly, because I like arrogantly saw that and i was like that looks like it's from v for vendetta like immediately and i was like i should let everybody know that i think that's from v for vendetta and i like turn on twitter and i was like oh i guess everybody saw that. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> but it was like everybody saw that that was directly from there i'm gonna i'm gonna have to send you a link the podcast slash video that uh, he did directly after his video the stand-up kind of went viral and i think we played part of it even on this show i think you'd really enjoy because that last little part where he's talking about don't let the media get you yeah that is the whole 30 minutes it's and especially the first little bit but he talks about his wife having terminal cancer but he talks about just people getting spun up by the media and how we're not noticing how beautiful the world is around us. We're just getting all, you can't do that because of this. And, and just, he really nails it. It's, it's, a, it's, it's called like, an, uh, Jim has something extremely important to tell everybody. And basically admits in it that he's a Christian and that his wife has been deep in scripture and she's really ill. And it's, it's you don't see that type of authenticity very often, but it kind of made me a fan of his. Like it pushed me over the edge. I was like, "Oh, that's that's how it is." And yeah, I'm I'm this guy's awesome. So. Yep, very cool. Let me spot on with there and another person that's grown on me. I didn't do a clip from it. I threw it in the show notes if people haven't seen it. But uh, one of our um, contributors emailed us with the the clip of jp sears uh talking about why i changed my mind about evil (laughs) and he's like this is not a comedy video there's really evil there's really people (laughs) serving a satanic agenda so which i didn't see this yeah i saw i saw he i saw he sent it to us i didn't get a chance to look at it yet but no it's it's worth watching but so he's um you know just He's still not quite, I guess, where we're at, but yeah. uh, compared to where he was a couple of years ago, where he was kind of making fun of, you know, Christians to a certain extent and just yeah, people in general. I mean, he's a comedian, but uh, he's come a long ways. Between that video and the interview he did with Robert F. Kennedy Jr., uh, I would recommend people listen to those if they like his other stuff. So The RFK one is a little off-putting. There was like I was like, there's no jokes, like yeah. This, well, that's this the is, same thing with this one. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, <I'm> like, <laughs> yeah. If you ever, yeah, never mind. The, he, he had interviewed interviewed by the Black Rifle Coffee guys, and it's laced with curse words and all kinds of inappropriate behavior. But it was, it, there was some good moments in there where they were kind of riffing off of each other and just hilarious. But. Uh, yeah, he's he's interesting. He's definitely grown on me as well. Um, he he did one on ice baths, and uh, it's it's super funny because if you listen to him, like he's like talks about how stupid people who take ice baths are, and like how ridiculous it is to like jump in ice cold water and then tell all your friends about it because you think you're so cool. 
But like while he did it, the whole time he, you know, as you know, Andrew, and I've talked briefly on the show about it this year, I've started taking some ice baths. I haven't done it in a few months and just did it again today. But uh, <laughs> in the middle of the video, he was talking about it. And as he was making fun of it, he was making some fun of some really obscure benefits of the ice bath. And I was like, what? This is this is weird. <laughs> and at the very end, he literally does a promo. He's like, I take an ice bath every day. And here's why. And here's the tub I use for it. And it was like part of a paid promotion for his show. Yeah. yeah. I was like, that's awesome. Good for him. But yeah, he's definitely grown on me. A good time for comedy, right? I, I 100% respect and think that it's the way to go, the way James Corbett did YouTube. He's like, I'm not going to censor anything. If you guys want to put me on your platform, you can put me on your platform. If you don't, then don't. I'm not going to not say certain words. I think that is the way to go. But there is something to be said for the uh, people who are like, oh, this is just comedy. And they, and they don't, and they just continue to stay on the platform by saying it's comedy and like make jokes about stuff to keep themselves in kind of in the fray and in the uh, in the battle, so to speak. You know, uh, Babylon B has been doing that for Twitter, you know, for a long time, and I just I respect that too. To did they get reinstated? Are they not? Are they still not back? Uh, I don't. I thought they were back. I don't know. I don't follow it don't all that closely, either. but yeah. Something to be said, though, for making jokes uh, in the time of not yeah, I think, a lot of you jokes. Know, wherever you're... Whatever your conscience allows or encourages you to do is fine with me. Uh, I, I'm definitely on the... like. You just tell the truth and uh, tell the truth, may the heavens fall there. But Yeah. So. No, you're right. The Babylon Bee looks like no new posts since... March of this year. Yeah, they were banned for the... Oh, uh, was it a... <laughs> forgiving... <laughs> the, uh, Rachel Levine, their Man of the Year award, I think, or something, oh, I don't know. But. Uh, good for them. Oh, that's right, that's what they did. Uh, third, third to the last tweet. Jesse Smollett says he fears for his life as his attackers have been released. <laughs> What was it? Oh man, what happened when I was thinking like, oh, is Jesse Smollett involved in this one? Uh, oh, there was some, some very oh the. I didn't even bother throwing anything in there about it, but uh, a Duke, there was a Duke versus BYU volleyball game. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah. Was, I was watching that. Yeah, I'm sure you were. <laughs> you were watching live. Okay. Well. <laughs> So there is an African-American player for Duke whose, I believe, godmother uh, just happens to be running for political office. Okay. And puts out a story about the evil, you know, evil Mormon hicks yelling racial slurs at her the whole time she was playing. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, of course, there's just instant like oh yeah terrible racist BYU it's a bunch of white people they must be racist and then you know you dig into it a little bit and the investigation kind of found no one was no one else heard the this racial slur being yelled supposedly repeatedly the game was live 
video and she she claimed it was yelled at her while she was serving you can hear you know people cheering what have you you don't hear anyone yelling racial slurs at her and then because they the they kicked out a person that she pointed out that said to kick him out mm-hmm. and it was like a special needs person oh that's good so it was like you know this person did a whole deep dive i should have thrown the twitter thread in but their conclusion was uh maybe she really did hear something and then didn't back down because you know once her politician godmother got involved and it was everywhere you know they can't but there's like other teams refusing to play sporting events at BYU now and like the well do you remember the, the whole this is a blast from the past also we weren't in Oklahoma at the time but do you remember the whole Russell Westbrook controversy going to play the Utah Jazz and <laughs> yeah that's like a racist place to play basketball yeah well I think one of the Blazers uh, during the Jail Blazers era said you know, like an hour from here, they're still hanging black people in trees. So <laughs> that was the, the quote about Portland. So oh yeah, oh about Portland for sure. Yeah. I was like, I was like in Utah, I don't think so. But no, 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 people don't know out there in Washington and Idaho, Oregon. As soon as you get out of the big city, it gets real country real quick. And it's not country like y'all come back now. You hear it's more like. We live in the sticks, and we don't like people that aren't our kind. <laughs> well, and there's, yeah. Anyway, there's, I think more racism with the fake, like anti-racist stuff. But anyway, well, they're but they're anti, uh, but, but they're anti-fascists. That was a big it. rabbit trail. No, all, all I was saying was. My first thought was Jesse Smollett was yelling the N-word at a at a <laughs> volleyball game there, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's possible. It's possible. You know what? You know what? Super racist people do buy tickets to NBA games. <laughs> <laughs> so let me get this straight. Yeah, some super racist dude paid you know eight hundred dollars to sit front row. Just to yell super racist things at you in a arena surrounded by black people? Like I don't know. It just oh. just feels off. Just a little bit. But anyway, uh, yeah. So Babylon B is not around anymore. And end of that rant. Where to next? Actually, I have one for you. This is I gotta give credit where credits due. I've been listening to a lot of Grand Theft World lately. They have been turning me on to different clips. Uh, but Cindy Lee, uh, who does the weekly media malfeasance, has always been good. You ever listen to her? No. You sent me the Grand Theft World, and I started it, and then I saw that it was seven hours long, and I have not made it very far into it. So. <laughs> like, how far have you made it? I, 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 don't, I think I've only ever listened to one the whole way through, but it's just interesting they get into some real talks about that basically they they stay up late and just do a whole a show all night but anyway last week they were talking about uh epistemology and how kind of eliminating some epistemology has made it possible for like cognitive dis- dissonance which is of course uh, kind of a 
similar to doublethink and just talked about how changing all these words and the English language and, and these thought patterns has made it possible to have people who just believe straight nonsense. Like one right. thing conflicts with the next and they still continue to uh, uh, believe whatever whatever they're told. But anyway. Yeah. Uh, that is the power of, of propaganda. Once it once you get someone that's bought in, you can do contradictory stuff from one day to the next, and they're just in the, keep nodding their head. And they and they've they talked about how they use the education system to kind of tear down the epistemology that you know of right versus wrong, or that all fa- you know facts are facts <laughs> and they can't be changed, and you know binary. Like yes. something is either true or it's false. Yeah. You know? It's like, oh, well, it's my truth. It's, we can all be... Yeah, exactly. And that's that's exactly what they got into. I don't know. Maybe I should go back and look for the where they really start talking about that and time-coded so you can see it but uh, or listen to it. But anyway, they turned me on to Cindy Lee with her media malfeasance. This week, she had a good one. Uh, I think it was a good synopsis of kind of everything we've been seeing this week. Even wrapped the uh, V for Vendetta speech into here, so... Let's, let's check this out. Rounding out the week with President Biden's address to the nation. The Republic will be reorganized into the first Whoops. I mean, this speech, to unify the nation? Does this look like a unifying stance? Remember when he said he would unify the nation less than two years ago? It's time to put away the harsh rhetoric, lower the temperature, see each other again, listen to each other again. And to make progress, we have to stop treating our opponents as our enemies. They are not our enemies. They are Americans. Far cry from what we saw Thursday night. Yeah, the imagery there was almost satanic with that blood red uh, lighting and the two Marines behind him. It was just insane. Look, this was a garbage speech by a garbage president. Now watch as CNN tries to adjust the blood red background into a more softer pink. Only if we the people accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we the people see politics not as total war but mediation of our differences most of biden's speech was centered around attacking half the country that doesn't agree with his leadership but now the backtrack after even some cnn talking heads blasted biden for using the military backdrop in his declaration of war against opposition do you consider all trump supporters to be a threat to the country no everyone come on come on look guys As Geller Report points out, missing from the speech, nothing to lower inflation, nothing to reduce crime, nothing to secure the southern border. Speaking of the southern border, why is Peter Ducey the only reporter that challenges the White House? Submit protocols, I'd refer you to them. They have their own specific protocols as well. So they're two different things. They're two different things. So how is it two different things? Somebody unvaccinated comes over on a plane. You say that's not okay. Somebody walks into Texas or Arizona unvaccinated. They're allowed to stay. Why? But that's not how it works. Like we actually no. I know that that's not what you guys want to happen, but that is what what is happening. But that's not. It's not like somebody walks over and. 
that's not that's not how exactly what's happening. We well, thousands of people are walking in a day. Some of them turn themselves over. Some of them are caught. Tens of thousands a week are not. That is what is happening. The border issue is just one of many that have articles of impeachment waiting for Biden if Republicans take over in the midterms, supposedly. MTG has led the charge to impeach Biden, calling for it again after his speech. But what about Trump? Hasn't he been divisive? You said you feel like Joe Biden is dividing the country, but do you feel like Donald Trump is doing the same by falsely telling people that he won that election when he lost it? How does that divide the country? Questioning an election where there are obviously problems is, is dividing the country? Since when can we not ask questions about our elections? As a journalist for many years, I was a journalist after 2016, and I distinctly remember many people just like you asking a lot of questions about the 2016 election results. And nobody tried to shut you up. Nobody tried to tell Hillary Clinton to shut up. Nobody tried to tell Kamala Harris when she was questioning the uh, legitimacy of these electronic voting machines to stop. We have freedom of speech in this country, and you of all people should appreciate that. You're supposedly a journalist. You should appreciate that. So I don't see how asking questions about an election where there are many problems is dividing a country. What I do see dividing a country is shutting people down, censoring people, canceling people, trying to destroy people's lives when they do ask questions. Last I heard, we still have the Constitution. It's hanging by a thread, thanks to some of the work some people in this area have done. But we're going to save that Constitution, and we're going to bring back freedom of speech. And maybe someday you'll thank us for that. Speaking of election interference, the senior FBI official Timothy Thibault on leave from his supervisory role after agency whistleblowers showed a pattern of political bias is now out. He's been accused of leading efforts to hide the Hunter Biden laptop, its authenticity, just before the 2020 election. Feibolt denies those claims and his handlers say his resignation is just a coincidentally timed retirement. And now Biden's new intel advisor is MSNBC analyst Jeremy Bash, a former CIA chief of staff who signed the letter saying the Hunter Biden laptop story was just Russian disinformation. Now that Zucker let it slip, Facebook frequently let the FBI weigh in on social media circulation guidelines. Some GOP senators are demanding receipts, asking for any communication regarding the Hunter Biden laptop. Meanwhile, Twitter, which also stifled the Hunter story, still has Elon Musk to worry about as he gears up for trial. Citizen Free Press reports Musk is gathering evidence. Musk responded to a report that an expert says eight out of 10 accounts are fake, with sure sounds higher than 5%. There was no time to look into national security concerns regarding President Biden's son, but documents locked up and guarded by 24-7 Secret Service is the gravest concern. I'm getting emotional. <sighs> Try not to. But I care about my country so much. People, people, he had documents, he had documents. According to Becker News, court filings confirm client attorney privilege documents were among the files collected during the Trump raid, prompting the Trump team to request a special master review. 
CNBC reports the judge will rule on that request later. But for now, the federal judge in Florida has unsealed a more detailed inventory of items FBI agents seized. So what did we find? I see magazines, newspapers, empty folders, documents without classification markings. Where is anything relating to nuclear codes, as frequently suggested by mass media? Also this week, the Boston Globe puts out this completely false headline. In Florida, don't say gay is now the law. Corporate news just can't let it go. The Parental Rights and Education Act doesn't even say don't say gay anywhere in it. But they know that. Twitchy.com catalogs the snarky responses to its blatant propaganda. I hear DeSantis is rounding up people who say gay and is forcing them to watch MAGA videos as conversion therapy. Shameful. My father said gay in Tallahassee and has been in jail since last Tuesday. And it's the Washington Post versus Libs of TikTok again after releasing this recording. I was calling uh, for information about gender affirming hysterectomies. Okay, so gender affirming hysterectomy. I've been in touch with quite a few hospitals, um, and a lot of them, well, they said they won't do it for, for my 16-year-old, um, and then I was told that this hospital might, and I also saw it on your website. Some, some departments cut off for 18. How old, how old is your patient? 16. Okay, all right, so they're in the clear. Okay, great. Is it a common procedure that you guys do for, for that age? <laughs> Yes, um, we have um, all different type of age groups that comes in for that. For the gender, for the hysterectomy? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Just out of curiosity, do you know, like, what's the youngest age you would do it on? I'm not sure, but I have seen younger kids. And I'm not, you know, speed ahead, I'm not allowed to say that, but I have seen younger kids, like, younger than your child's age. The Washington Post reached out for comment. Sort of. Libs of TikTok, WAPO's Pete Jamison, reached out for comment, and I responded 12 minutes later, agreeing to an interview. He then published it hours later without responding to me until after publication. Now he's saying he can update the story with my comments. That's not how this works. And the account gets suspended again. In her substack, she responds, Washington Post claimed that I falsely suggested Children's National was doing hysterectomies on kids when I literally quoted the hospital's own website and staff. To nobody's surprise, Taylor Lorenz, the lunatic who showed up at my family's home to dox me, contributed to the report. Highlighting how WAPO and all the other propaganda puppets are lying, misleading, ignoring, or sensationalizing. That's your media malfeasance for the week. Well, that was a good synopsis. Got a little bit of everything. Lots of malfeasance. Lots of malfeasance. That was actually exactly what Richard Grove said after that clip. The media malfeasance clips get longer and longer every week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we. I don't know. Maybe it's Dvorak's fault that libs of TikTok got taken down. You know, he, what do you started? Say? I don't know the story. He started using all the all her stuff, and then all of a sudden she's getting shut down. Yeah, yeah. And that was that was the it was the Dvorak bump, and that was it was too popular. Too much. So yeah, maybe that's it. I don't. I don't know. That's it's wild. I'll, back to, to that speech. What? What in the world? <laughs> Everybody yeah, was talking about it. And it I, 
you know, it was on ABC. I think one of the conclusions of No Agenda was that Disney did it. It did seem almost Disney character like. I mean, it's it's weird. There's a, <laughs> there's a long game here that is being played, and he is clearly just a puppet in it. Yeah, you know, he is. Yeah. He it is. It was just like the the Trump raid. I mean, it's not. It's part of the agenda, but not necessarily, you know, it's Biden might think it's to make him look good. It's not to make him look good. Right. And it's the FBI rating Trump is not to get Trump. It's to I fire, think, fire everybody I, up. I think he thinks he's going to be some amazing, like, New Deal, like, president. Like Biden? A, yeah. I think that they told him, like, hey, we're going to tear it down, but we're going to build it back up, and then we're going to do this new green deal. We're going to build back better. That's your idea, Joe. Yeah, (laughs) we're going to do this green new deal. You can get this big new deal, you know, and you can build build back better. We can put your name on it. I think that's how they they convinced him. We're going to send billions and billions of dollars to Ukraine, like, every other week. Ah. Like, it's a, you know. But don't worry. It doesn't actually go to Ukraine, so it's okay. No, some of some of it, some of it does. I led you right into my trap, Andrew. Some of it does. This was uh, vi- the video. I actually had a friend of mine uh, who is from, born and raised in Saint Petersburg, Russia. He sent me this this week. He's had some uh, some very interesting takes on what's been going on over there. But uh, I think this is definitely worth our time too. Uh, turns out, lots of the Biden money is headed to Ukraine, or was headed to Ukraine for a long time. But anyway, yeah, I think that that uh, he thinks he's the New Deal president. They're going to tear it down. They're going to build it back up. But he's going to go down in history as you signed all this Green New Deal stuff. It's going to be your name that was the turning point for good. Well, the M- meanwhile they're playing it to most of the rest of the country as like this guy's the worst guy ever. You right. guys are you guys mad yet? Because look at how bad this guy is. Yeah, just. But then the only thing the Republicans push back on is not the. 40 billion after 30 billion after no, 40 no. billion after 100 billion to Ukraine. No, it's the student loan things. The yep. thing that there some people will be happy about. Other people it'll make much more mad, and I'm not saying they should be for it, but it reminds me of the Obama era when the only thing people stood up for in mainstream Republican land was Obamacare. Yep. None, none of the rest of the stuff and all the rest of the stuff just gets ignored. They sat Let's, quietly by while he invaded yeah. Libya and everything yeah. else. Just, you could spend, you know, financial policy and foreign policy. It's one club and we ain't in it. And then it's, we get a fight about social issues. But 100%. Remember, and the most infuriating thing in the last 15 years politically I, I guess there's been a ton but uh <laughs> but uh, i think one of the more insane things i would always hear including from members of my own family they would say you know i really like ron paul but i just don't like his foreign policy it's like <laughs> you don't like ron paul. ron paul no but it, yeah. but it, when it comes down to it you don't like ron paul the right. end because if you don't like his foreign policy you miss the whole point Right. Because when endless money goes out to fund wars or to other countries from the Fed to line the pockets of uh, different uh, defense contractors or whatever to basically take money yeah. from the American people and put it in their pockets, that doesn't end up good. I'm just glad that I spent years of my life defending Iraq 
Because, you know, <laughs> it's going real it's well. It's going over there. real well over there yeah. right now. I feel like I spent good time. Like, I'm glad that I, you know, worked all those hours to make sure that it was defended. I'm glad that none of the money that was going over there was like wasted in some sort of st- strange taxpayer funded boondoggle. Yeah. And uh, you know what I'm really glad about? That it's not happening anymore. Yeah, you're. Your only regret is that you couldn't fight for Ukraine. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) All right, let's talk about these biological weapons labs in Ukraine. Now, remember in the spring, we learned that the United States was funding and operating biological research laboratories in Ukraine. We've been waiting for updates on this story. I certainly have. The Western media was quick to denounce it, call it Russian propaganda. Then it was, of course figured out it was actually true. We covered it here on our show. Our good friend Tucker Carlson um, also covered it on his show. He got blasted for covering it. <laughs> Remember that? Um, and uh, and good for him for covering it. And, and he, it was called Russian disinformation, right? And even the Russians called it out and said, yes, there are biological weapons laboratories in Ukraine. We've known about this for years. They're there. In fact, the United States State Department released this document in response. I'm going to read you what it says. This is Ned Price from the U.S. State Department. It was dated March 9th. So I'm going to read it to you here. The Kremlin's allegations of chemical and biological weapons laboratories in Ukraine. The Kremlin is intentionally spreading outright lies that the United States and Ukraine are conducting chemical and biological weapons activities in Ukraine. We also have seen the People's Republic of China officials echo these conspiracy theories. The Russian disinformation is total nonsense and not the first time that Russia has invented such false claims against another country. Also, these claims have been debunked conclusively and repeatedly over many years, he says. Okay. He says, as we've said all along, Russia is inventing false pretexts in an attempt to justify its own horrific actions in Ukraine. The United States does not own or operate, keywords here, does not own or operate any chemical or biological laboratories in Ukraine. It is in full compliance with its obligations under the Chemical Weapons Convention and Biological Weapons Convention. And it does not develop or possess such weapons anywhere. It's Russia that has active chemical and biological weapons programs and is in violation of the chemical warfare laws. Okay, weapons convention, the biological weapons convention. And then, of course, this happened. Watch. I only have a minute left. Let me ask you, um, does Ukraine have chemical or biological weapons? Uh, Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. I- I'm sure you're... Oh, okay. So, well, that answered it, right? So they do have these facilities. What? Okay, so you were lying to us then, right? Okay, so there are labs, but there are no bioweapons labs. They're just research facilities, right? Okay, we were waiting for the other shoe to drop in this story. I know I was, and it just did. 
New documents have just surfaced showing that Ned Price at the State Department was not just being coy, he was lying to the American people. So let's put some of these newly leaked documents up on the screen here. These are Ukrainian weapons documents that confirm the military and biological activities of the Pentagon on the territory of Ukraine. Newly leaked documents have surfaced that show on August 29th, 2005, a division of the U.S. Department of Defense, which is called the Defense Threat Reduction Agency, signed an agreement with a company called, a corporation called Black and Viach. Have you ever heard of this? Black no. and Viach? No. Nope. kind of an unfortunate name for a company. Um, out of Kansas, and they're in the United States, in Kansas, to, and the, the contract, the agreement, was to implement the Biological Threat Reduction Project in Ukraine. Now, according to the War on Leaks that broke this, the company was to build and did build a central diagnostic reference lab for especially dangerous infections near the city of Kharkiv. This facility was to conduct research on pathogens as well as create vaccines. A total of $173 million was allocated for the project. What's interesting and not surprising, of course, is that the United States contracts with private companies, right? So you taxpayers will pay for bioweapons being developed in Ukraine, but the United States State Department, Ned Price, gets to say that we don't own them. Convenient, right? Like, we don't own them, right? nor do we actually operate them, because we're just funding <laughs> private companies to do it, right? It's the same way we get, with, we get away with all sorts of, like in Iraq, with private contractors, right? Um, it's how it's kind of like a franchise. It's like mm -hmm. that's the franchise, and we supply all the the goods and and all that, and we get a percentage of the profits or whatever. But the, we don't own it; somebody else does. Yeah. So we learn from these documents that these American private companies are doing the heavy lifting on all of this. Um, and so this uh, Black and Viach company. The largest engineering firm in Kansas has contracted with the Department of Defense for these biological threat laboratories in Ukraine. Don't take my word for it. It's literally right on their website. Here it is, Black and Viach, and they have a whole section right on this particular, uh, these particular uh, projects in Ukraine. Here's what Black and Viach's own website says about this biological threat project. The Defense Threat Reduction Agency competitively awarded us the Special Projects Corporation, one of its biological threat reduction integrating contracts in 2008. The five-year contract, which has then been renewed, has a collective ceiling of $4 billion among the five selected contractors. And they're in Ukraine in 2008, a vital part of the cooperative biological threat reduction. Okay. I mean, they're well, trying to reduce to those things. They're certainly not producing bio they're just like deconstructing it right right like so that's salad. so that's the joke right is that, that they're working on and creating these things and then they remove them from the labs to test them in airborne conditions right so we're going to try these things to see if these would actually hurt people so then we're going to like release them in 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 uh in quarters or out you know lighter versions of it is according to the reading that i've done on it like lighter versions of it to see how it'll interact with human and 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 and, and uh, animal testing and so forth and see how it interacts with these things yeah okay well then go back to the first page the front page of that article um which article? website yeah their the, website, the website. uh-huh yeah if you go to the home back to the home page look at the top under the name it says 100 percent employee owned right and they say that everywhere on their website. They really want you to know that, like, no, there's no U.S. government owning any of this. 
but they are well, but they're funding all of it so they're not so is it like a bioweapons bio it's like a bioweapons co-op you can bring your honey and your different things that you make your beeswax lipstick and you can you can sell it at the uh at the black and vh co-op and also sell your your bat coronavirus there while you've got it too um so you'll recall maybe you don't recall i didn't and i've forgotten about this this same black and vh bnv bnv where have we seen that before where have we seen bnv oh i remember in Hunter Biden's emails in his laptop. No, get the heck out of here. Look at the very bottom of your screen right <laughs> Too here. Too much. Look at the bottom of your screen. I can't read that. Well, if you zoom in on it, and I don't have a copy on my laptop, otherwise I'd zoom in on it. Um, but you can clearly read all of the different projects in Ukraine, Burisma, everything else. But of course, there at the bottom where it says, I'm going to look at it. it I says, can read it. The, the, the principal prin contractor, MNV, seems to be also the party that operates in Ukraine on the similar or same projects. B&V. This B &V. is. B there's no competition here question mark meaning like it's there's no competition because we got these contracts there's no competition for b and v um but it says well, here on their website that they were competitively awarded it it specifically tells us that they were bidding because there's you know there's that's big scandal you have to do it you have to have competitive right so bidding they're asking contracts. is there no competition here right saying okay <laughs> interesting there you go Can't some new documents some together. new documents for you to mull over on your uh, on your on your friday uh, on your friday and into your weekend that was from uh the redacted on youtube but uh thought that was interesting clip there looks like uh old hunter biden was even doing uh business with the b and v and a cool trick you know if it's uh <laughs> If you're funding someone else who's funding, then you can be Victoria Newland and sit up there and say, "Well, we're not funding you know, or we don't operating." Own. Yeah, don't operate. Yeah, but the the other big trick there is the old vaccine research. Ah, yes. Because yes. what they and this is lots of people have broken this one down but uh kennedy has broken it down multiple times on his podcast but they they are not allowed to develop biological weapons so what they do is they say let's imagine the worst biological weapon that someone else could develop and then we'll develop <laughs> vaccines for it literally what they do so it just is, gets categorized as like, you know, vaccine research or just, uh, you know, we're just doing research to figure out what to do if someone invented this bad thing that we're inventing. And this is literally all off the back of uh, the big guy getting the special prosecutor in uh, Ukraine fired. Yeah, and bragging about it to the Council on Foreign Relations. I mean, this stuff is so dirty. How are we so involved in Ukraine throughout the Obama camp, you know, the yeah. Obama administration, including Burisma? What are the and, odds? Yeah, what, what a coincidence yeah. that all this stuff happens now with Biden. Yeah, and then Biden comes in and suddenly we're going to go to war. And it turns out, I mean, I, I got clip after clip, so we'll just jump into the, uh, my next one. And that is, it turns out, 
they don't even really have to be fighting over there. Well, oh, actually, I have a story about that, too. Okay. From uh, Raheem Kassan, Russia and Ukraine came to peace terms in April. Then Boris Johnson intervened. Yeah. So that's, yeah, you can play your clip if you want. Or... What do you know? Looks like we've been conned yet again. Turns out they had a peace deal between Ukraine and Russia all but finalised back in early April. Then it mysteriously got scuppered. And now we have to face the misery of a cost of living crisis that could drag on for years and years. Foreign Affairs, a pro-Western, pro-Ukraine news outlet reports. According to multiple former senior US officials, in April 2022, Russian and Ukrainian negotiators appear to have tentatively agreed on the outlines of a negotiated interim settlement. Russia would withdraw to its position on February 23rd when it controlled part of the Donbass region and all of Crimea and in exchange Ukraine would promise not to seek NATO membership and instead receive security guarantees from a number of countries. So why did the peace talks break down? Because according to a report by Ukrainska Pravda which again is a pro-Western newspaper in Ukraine, Prime Minister Boris Johnson paid a surprise visit to President Zelensky and told him straight up, even if if Ukraine is ready to sign some agreements on guarantees with Putin, they are not. He went there to sabotage the peace deal. US Secretary of State Antony Blinken was also cold on the idea of a peace deal because they thought early reports of Ukrainian victories on the battlefield, which we now know were somewhat fancifully exaggerated by the media, meant the war could be prolonged. Three days after Boris Johnson's surprise visit, the Istanbul peace deal was dead. Quite convenient for Boris, the continuation of conflict providing a useful distraction from his Partygate scandal, but this war could have been over within weeks of it beginning nearly five months ago. But it didn't happen because certain forces didn't want the war to end. It's a scam. All this misery we now face due to this war. People literally freezing to death because they're unable to afford the heating bill. Three quarters of British pubs facing permanent closure, ripping the heart out of communities. Half the country entering fuel poverty. A quality of life permanently deformed. Living standards crushed. Destitution, depression, suicide. All of that could have been avoided with this peace deal. But no, the regime wanted the war to go on. And how dense is the population letting all this happen right under their noses? I got this electricity bill today. How in the name of God is this possible? Oh gee, I wonder. It really is a mystery. Maybe if you'd actually questioned what your own governments were doing, instead of being more concerned with feeling smug about yourselves by flaying your little flags, maybe your business wouldn't be going to the wall right now. The German foreign minister just came out and admitted she doesn't care what the German people think you know, the very people she's supposed to represent. She's going to support the current thing, whatever happens. But if I give the promise to people in Ukraine, we stand with you as long as you need us, then I want to deliver, no matter what my German voters think, but I want to deliver to the people of Ukraine. Yeah, granny's freezing to death is apparently a price worth paying to maintain the liberal world order. No matter what my German voters think. The social fabric of society being ripped apart at the seams is apparently a minor piece of collateral damage to prolong a war a thousand miles away. No matter what my German voters think. And where is all this money of ours they're sending over there? 
even going. Much of it down a giant gaping black hole. Boris Johnson sent nearly 2.5 billion pounds of taxpayer money. Joe Biden has sent over 10 billion dollars of US taxpayer money. For what? CBS News reported that 70% of the money is completely wasted. Do we have any sense as to where they're going? We don't know. There is really no information as to where they're going uh, at all. You know, all this stuff goes to the border and they're kind of like something happens, it kind of like you. 30% maybe reaches its final destination. 30%? And censored their own report, of course. Only 30% of it reaches its final destination. It's a scam. The whole narrative that we need to endure crippling energy bills because Putin bad is also a scam. We're buying Russian gas anyway, only by means of China, at exorbitant prices. Despite lower domestic demands due to its constant lockdowns, China has bought over 2.35 million tonnes of liquefied natural gas this year so far, much of it from Russia. And who's the sucker buying all that excess natural gas being sold by China at vastly inflated prices? Europe. A Zero Hedge report citing the Financial Times. China has been quietly reselling that evil tainted Russian LNG to the one place that desperately needs it more than anything. Europe. And of course it's charging a kidney's worth of markups in the process. We're ending our dependence on Putin's hydrocarbons. Oh yeah, we're no longer dependent on Russian gas. We're just dependent on Chinese gas that's coming from Russia. Meanwhile, the Russian state-backed energy firm Gazprom just announced record profits. It's a scam. Boris Johnson's got the nerve to insist that Brits just blithely accept exorbitant energy bills to support the current thing. If we're paying in our energy bills for the evils of Vladimir Putin, the people of Ukraine are paying in their blood. After he sabotaged a peace deal that would have averted all this. We're paying higher energy bills and still using gas that originated in Russia. Is this really about Putin or Russia? Or is it about the long-term agenda to lower our standards of living? To fool us into accepting the Great Reset without a whimper of dissent? Why do you think people in the UK and Germany who are planning to protest against obscene energy costs are already being demonised as domestic extremists way in advance of any demonstrations even taking place? It's all a setup. It's all a scam. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's all a scam. Yeah, well, yeah, it's, I feel like Paul Joseph Watson goes like slightly further than Tucker, not quite all the way there. It's, it's, there's still a little bit of the, like, look how dumb they are part. Yeah, 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 I don't know. It is cathartic though. Yeah, it's. But it's also, you know, there's only so far you get with the, look how dumb the politicians are. It's almost like they're screwing up the country on purpose. Well, I don't know that, yeah. Yeah, I I, I understand what you're saying, and I agree. That video in particular, though, where he points out Boris stopping it is not... Right. I don't think that necessarily lends to, like, hey, look how dumb Bojo is. It's more just like, hey... This is what they're doing on purpose to trick us into the Great Reset. Yeah. So that's uh, the Raheem Kassam's Substack has a bunch of details on that. Um, let's see. 
<laughs> the he he says the oh let's see the foreign affairs magazine okay uh which i think I'm, a, I'm subscribed to nowadays yeah so. <laughs> put out a article the world putin wants yep i remember this yep okay and ex- they put out they are euphemizing the history of neo-nazi Stepan Bandera claiming he simply fought it with the Germans against Soviet forces when in reality he was a key Hitler collaborator and it's and they Bandera is still popular in Ukraine especially with the yep you know the Nazi-ish elements there but anyway uh, I thought that was a good article and speaking of Boris Johnson and Raheem Kassam <laughs> He put out another post. Liz Truss, the new uh, prime minister, is just Boris Johnson in drag. A neoliberal <laughs> adulteress who wants to ratchet up da- uh, Davos's war in Ukraine. So it's... So not... Uh, no one to get excited about, put it that way. And, yeah, uh, I mean, she's... <laughs> there's a... Uh, she's a World Economic Forum person. It's just... It's amazing how they just managed to get these people in power without elections. Yeah. Yes, yes. Remember the early part of this show in the way back in the 2011s? We were tracking all of the different Goldman Sachs people yep. that were rising to power, not just in the Obama administration, but like around the world. Yeah. Yeah, now, you know, now it's some of them Black moved Rock. to BlackRock. Yeah. And, but, yeah, this is, well, let's see. New York's governor, not elected. Yeah. Uh, Kate Brown, she's technically elected now, but she got in not with an election in Oregon. This is... It, as bad as the phony elections are, it's the people scam. that they, they the people that they can't even get through a phony election, even worse. Oh yeah, no, that's true, hundred percent. So that's what, yeah. They, <laughs> this was the only way Kamala was getting in. It's hard to hard to fake someone from one percent to. Oh, she was elected. <laughs> so. So you're saying. Not a chance Inslee can be a president. Uh, I don't. No, not Inslee. If anybody, it'd be Gavin Newsom. But, yeah, I'm just saying they, people that poll at less than one percent becoming president. No, but I'm sticking with what I've said from the beginning that they're just waiting until after the midterms to put Camel in. So. Hmm. And the you know. Both for the, oh, you know, people could love Camel and she could be in for 10 years, but I think more realistically, it's that's going to be the only chance. So, yeah, it's not a, not a, not a, there, there is logic there. Yeah. I don't think, do you think that there's still, I mean, how about this? I think it's possible that could have been the plan. But then seeing her not be able to string sentences together. <laughs> I mean... Right, it's like, what do we do now? So, 
Well, then you still put her in, right? It's still different from Biden. You, you can't get much more out of Biden. I mean, when you're doing the V for Vendetta speeches, jacked up within an inch of your life of your heart oh, failing. He, oh, he is jacked up, too. He's like yeah. a different person with the so amount of drugs he's on. They, this is not, uh, oh, we got six more years of this. No, this is, let's get him through the midterms. Then we can blame him for the midterm losses, and then we can, we can, you know, oh, you know, sorry, Joe has to retire. He's just not. All of a sudden, he's not feeling well. Put Kamala in, and then we'll see who, you know, who else pops up then. I mean, I the, th- the thing about the thing about putting Kamala in with this economy is, I mean, do you think she could properly? Explain what's going on <laughs> with prices. Prices have gone up. Oh, okay, well that's interesting. I hadn't thought of it that way. I was at the grocery store earlier, and I had to sell a kidney to be able to check out. But <laughs> I was trying to figure it out, and then I thought, you know, I'll just ask Kamala. Uh, yeah. Prices have gone up oh that was what it was because the prices were more that's why it was three hundred dollars to try to buy some groceries okay i get it that makes sense i mean i think she's vp material she's p she's pre- <laughs> she's p just regular p material at this point just president let's just go straight to president it's awesome uh, well just wait about what do we got uh three months yeah three months this is the one who, the guy who famously predicted that Donald Trump would step down and Hillary Clinton would become the president in 2016. Are the well, I don't, I, I don't remember ever saying step down, just lose on purpose. No, I, that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Uh, excuse yeah. me. Yeah, lose on purpose. That's what I mean. Which he just waited until 2020 to do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let me fight this bogus election rudy giuliani you're in charge mm. yeah trying real hard but, uh, speaking of people dressed in drag wait what oh. <laughs> so uh this is as you're i'm sure you're aware uh justin bieber cancels his remaining tour dates to make his health the priority right now moment of silence for the biebs justin bieber you know, he is 72 years old. Oh, I mean, 28 years old with the face partially paralyzed. It's just some weird syndrome no one's ever heard of, though. It has nothing to do with the vaccine. You know, it's wife also having vaccine. Nothing to do with that. Uh, just it reminded me of the Alex Jones, Justin Biebler rant. We don't have to play it. I did throw it in, but. Yeah. Justin but, Biebler. Uh, yeah. Uh, but uh, the, do, you, the, do you think I, the, I do have I do have an important clip to play? All right, all right. So uh, this guy is a doctor, and he's Biden's COVID advisor, and he explains why God gave us two arms. He is a doctor. Let me see. 
Biden COVID advisor. Uh, ah, thanks. I was looking for a doctor. Thank you much. All right. This guy is a doctor. All right, I'm ready. My dad used to go on some... Oh, sorry. It's the wrong doctor. Let's go back to this one. I really believe this is why God gave us two arms, one for the flu shot and the other one for the COVID shot. I don't think he believes that. (laughs) I think that the clip about licking donuts was going to be better than that. (laughs) One arm for the... This is the... and I've heard people say that they got one shot in each arm. So this is to avoid any... Uh, fears about getting the flu shot and the COVID shot on the same visit. We'll just do one in each arm. What could go wrong? It all stays in the arm. Oh, wait, so, we we knew it didn't stay in your arm two years ago. But So this is like a combination of man on the street and propaganda, right? So when they get the person that does man on the street, like, I don't know if you listened to No Agenda this last week, but they, they played some clips from one of the worst man on the streets I've ever heard, but... Asking about you know which which country is the queen from, and they're like, the person is the queen of England from. Yeah, yeah, which yeah, which which country is the queen of England from? And they're like, what's a country? What's a country? Ah, oh, I can't I forgot what a country is. What's a country? Like I don't know, like Canada. Yeah. This is the propaganda for them, right? Like the the ones you, who don't know what countries are. Two arms, one for the flu shot, one for the COVID. I'm shot. serious. I'm not trying to be like dismissive. I'm being serious. Like that's this is the propaganda level for them. Like you have two arms. Put the shot in this one, and then put the shot in this one. That I way, one arm not too tired. <laughs> I didn't clip it because it has nothing to do with anything other than people being dumb. But there's a clip of a TikTok streamer saying isn't it weird that everyone i know has had a birthday this year like everyone yeah Yeah. real weird (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it is pretty bad i mean you know like you do have to search for those people but they're out there I don't feel like I have to search for him. I feel like he could put me in a crowded place and I could end up with one near me within 20 minutes. Well, that's searching for one. Yeah. 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 Well, what else you got for us, buddy? Oh, I got a lot, but it's not going to happen. We got... I don't... I don't... think we're going to keep going through all all the stuff there, but... uh I've got uh, 50 reasons to give your child the COVID shot. 50 reasons. All right, can I'll, you just, let's let's just start it. I'll just read a few of them. I'm just, just reading the, you the give headlines me, there. You need to give me top five or just some of your select, some of your choice few. Yeah, I'll just, I'll skip through a few of them here. Uh, number one, your child wants to play a real life guinea pig. Number two, you're too busy to research the potential risk of a novel gene therapy that lacks long-term safety data. Number three, you weighed the zero mortality rate and the microscopic risks of serious complications from COVID to children and thought, why not increase the likelihood of being hospitalized by 74%, being injured by 25 times, and dying by 20 times? 
Number four, you'd like to boost your child's chances of catching COVID multiple times. <laughs> that Number last five, one's true. You, you want to downgrade your, your child's natural immunity to anti de- antibody-dependent enhancement. Number six, you think keeping your child's Vaxport up to date with the latest injection, Germany is encouraging every 90 days, as is Canada, will circumvent the need for masking. Number seven, you believe informed consent is passe. Number eight, you trust the experts, not science. Number nine, you think life is boring and want to spice it up with some tragedy. And number ten, you'd like to add to the 54,697 adverse events reported received, or adverse events reports received for children out of the 1,394,000 total reports through August 26, 2022 for conditions such as encephalitis, Bell's palsy, aneurysms, cerebral hemorrhage, myocarditis, thrombocytopenia, Guillain-Barre uh, syndrome, sorry. appendicitis, heart disease, and death. Got a couple, and then there's, uh, so there's 40 more there, and then someone, uh, else the vigilant fox put out 29 more reasons to inject your child along the same line there with some charts some visuals uh thought that was it's worth reading as you know if you hear of <laughs> i don't know if anyone's i i saw something on on twitter you know, not someone I follow on Twitter, just something the algorithm showing me to upset me. <laughs> yes. Uh, which was this poor lady asking for like evidence that the vaccines are bad for her five-year-old because her ex-husband is going to get their five-year-old vaccinated. So, like, oh, and the court's demanding that she prove that it's harmful. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, we got the. Uh, what would you do? Just a quick question. What would you do? Like if so, if you had to present evidence real quick on the spot to get people, like a judge, not to look at it. Um. Well, what I would do in her situation. Yeah. Would be hire a. Um, RFK mafia thug to pay the ex-husband a visit. And explain to him what will happen if he gets the kid vaccinated. <laughs> That's that would be the advice that I would give her. I wouldn't, I wouldn't count on the judge being real like, oh, well, you know, the CDC says this, but you give all this great evidence from the internet, therefore I will, you know, not take your kid away from you. Yeah, I guess that that. I guess you've you've maneuvered your way out of my thought experiment. I would have if you were if I was to just come up with some sort of evidence and in, in hopes that the judge would, I would start pointing at all the, uh, you know, Denmark and all of the European countries that have either outlawed the Moderna shot altogether or outlawed giving it to children, which right. was many countries in Europe, and then just point to that and be like, I believe what these people believe that. There's no not a risk benefit analysis for for the shot for the kids. Yeah, and I don't want to <laughs> risk killing my child. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Do I look like Joseph Mangala to you, sir? Yeah. All right, where to? What do we do? What do we do? Do we stop for donations? 
I'll finish up the vaccine stuff, I guess. Okay. All right. Uh, the sudden HIV syndrome. Oh my god! This comes from this Eden Biber. Uh, we are about to enter the new era of unexplained HIV. On the first of August, twenty twenty-two, um, exclusive news starting today: all patients that attend a hospital in the UK will be tested for HIV. <laughs> Next month, hepatitis B and C will also be tested. Make it stop. Yeah. Well, surprise, surprise, look at what the Israeli Health Ministry of Health just informed via Israel's mainstream media. HIV testing will be one of the routine tests for pregnant women. Interesting. And then it, it's, it really is a continuation of the HIV AIDS scam over like COVID is. And then the monkeypox thing definitely is. Monkeypox is even more similar. They but, even went like with the original group. Yeah, now they're just like, well, HIV works so well. Let's just let's just do HIV over again. The monkeypox thing's not really taking off. We'll just who do we give it to? The gays. Give it to yeah. the gays. And of course, who who are they targeting with this testing? Which you know, you test enough people with a bogus test, you get some false positives back if you want to. You get whatever result you want. Uh. Pregnant women. So what are they going to be given to these pregnant women? Hopefully nothing. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't count on that. Well, we talked about on the show just last week, right? That they're now recommending not to give it to pregnant women. The COVID vaccine, that is. No, they're, they're, they're admitting that they have no data to support the claim that it was safe. Right. Okay. Yeah. Which you would think would, by implication, mean don't give it to pregnant women. But I, they are still, they're pregnant. It's even more important that you get it. They're still doing that. Hmm. I mean, how did they get the that news out to the normies? They didn't. I'm excited. Yeah, that's a good point. I'm super excited about the new Omicron uh, vaccine. You know that thing everybody got like nine months ago and barely had a cold? <laughs> I'm just excited for that vaccine because with that one, they're just like, so, all right, we got it. We rushed it. We rushed it. It's nine months after everybody's been cured or basically cured themselves of this like one day cold. But I have great news. After nine months, nine months later, we're ready. We have a vaccine available. I want everyone to know that it, they are really, really going to be a lot safer if they take this. We did experiments. We tested its efficacy. And it turns out, of all of the mice we tested, none of them got COVID or Omicron that we know of. <laughs> and here's our... Of here, the here it is. mice. Yeah. So, yeah. Did you do any human testing? You know, we just... Uh, didn't have time yet, but I, uh, we I will after everyone, everyone takes it. Yeah, I just want to let everybody know <laughs> that it's safe. You could kind of think of yourselves as the test subjects there. And effective. So, yeah. If you could get that in the one arm, the Omicron in this arm, the flu in this arm, you know, it'll be fine. It does all get confusing when they've moved on from calling it Omicron and they call it like... But then they just kind of say, like, well, yeah, it's better for the new variants, too. It's like, well, how? How exactly? Because it is, with, Andrew. Come on, with, man. Within their own narrative of how this thing developed 
uh, well, not their own narrative, but it just, it doesn't even have anything to do with the original COVID strain. It's came, you know, it's came from mice. Come on, Andrew. These nanobots aren't going to inject themselves. You just keep getting vaccines. Is the it doesn't matter what vaccine. Just just keep getting them, bro. Keep getting vaccines. Just keep getting vaccines. You know, one of the reasons I left Seattle is a lot of people were taking the vaccine pretty late at night downtown. They were (laughs) super serious about shooting up the vaccine, taking the vaccine like two, three in the morning on the side (laughs) of the road. It's like man. There's dedication to public health. Serious dedication to public yeah, health. But, uh, free needles, free condoms, free vaccines. I don't think we talked about this last week. Uh, the This is from the Rockefeller Foundation. Oh, yeah. Their new Mercury project to boost COVID-19 vaccination rates and counter public health mis- and disinformation in 17 countries worldwide. They're not calling oh, it thank the Mercury you. Project. Yes, they are. Yeah. Oh. Look at the, I've got the link in there. Mercury Project. So. Oh. <laughs> so the uninitiated can have a little chuckle at us. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah. It works on multiple levels. You got you got Mercury in the vaccines and calling it the Mercury Project. Yeah. It's got the space and the false god worship in there too it it works on a lot of different levels bro so. i'm so excited for this uh new mis- space mission artemis or whatever it is artemis yeah yeah the two the two dummies that are going to go to the moon yeah uh, eventually you know they just keep oh it's so hard to to blast them off of there so you know just space travels hard a hydrogen leak fuel leak uh, well it's not a fuel leak it's not any type of leak, but we had to scrub the mission because of a, what looks like a leak, but it's not a leak. And now we're going to do it this other day, but oh, what do you know? Now it is a fuel leak, and yeah, it all gets kind of confusing there. But uh, I, yeah, I have a theory of what happened. I think it's clear. You know, you and I have talked the, about this a little bit. Just not enough ratings. No, it's the. Uh, the foil, man. The golden foil. <laughs> they've, they've run out. They, they, got a, they got a few places they got to patch up with the gold. Well, have you foil. seen how much a golden foil costs these days? Yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I don't know. I, I think that's that's a hundred percent what it is. Yeah, that's well, that's for the actual moon lander. You'd think they'd be able to blast off the firework to, well, you to don't, show it. You but, don't want to melt the dummy. It's like bad optics, you know. You gotta, <laughs> you know. So the slingshot it around the moon. I don't know, man. The more I look at Flat Earth and the stuff that you're talking about, I do find it interesting, especially the biblical cosmology. We got our listeners writing in, people trying to convince me. It's it's interesting, much of it compelling. The real only time, not, how about this? The most compelling time for me when my spidey senses go off is just watching all these baloney space missions. I mean, they are just... The dumbest thing, <laughs> and I've been saying that yeah. for years. I've been saying yeah. I don't think they went to the moon. I don't think that. Yeah, I just yeah. So the so Artemis, them calling uh, it Artemis, yes. which which on one level kind of makes sense because no no, no hit the me, other hit, ones hit, were called no, Apollo, right? Take, and now take a step back. Hit me with who is Artemis? I'm not even remembering this. So okay, so. Uh, 
I actually have an article here. Who is the Artemis yes. mentioned in the Bible? Yes, let's do okay. this. That's what I need. Artemis was a goddess worshipped in the ancient world. The Greeks yes. considered her the twin sister of Apollo and the goddess of hunting and, and wilderness and the protector of unmarried girls. The Artemis mentioned in the Book of Acts was a different deity, a localized goddess of the Ephesians, she, but she bore the same name, Latinized as Diana, as the goddess of Greek mythology. Her temple in Ephesus oh. was considered... This is the one that. This is the one of the Ephesians. Yeah. This is the one that the uh, possessed lady or whatever followed Paul around and said, "Greatest Diana of the Ephesians, greatest Diana of the Ephesians." Until finally, he turns around and is like, "Stop!" and casts the demon out or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, depending on what uh, Diana or Artemis. Right, but Diana of the Ephesians is Artemis. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So the, which she, is different than Artemis of the other the other Artemis in the ancient world. But anyway, uh, so her temple in Ephesus was considered one of the seven wonders of the ancient world. The Ephesian Artemis was a queen of heaven deity. Um, interesting, queen of heaven, and. It goes on from there. So I thought that was interesting. So I looked up um, the Queen of Heaven thing. Uh, Queen of Heaven was used to refer to a few different deities, including Artemis, also including Isis, uh, and possibly also Asherah, uh, who they say... Uh, Jeremiah was talking about in the passage that I have a clip of if you want to play that I thought this was kind of interesting I I happened to hear this passage and then that kind of got me started on on the whole Queen of Heaven deal because I heard Artemis is Queen of Heaven so the uh, what's the only Bible passage I've got clipped there if you want to then all the men who knew that their wives had made offerings to other gods and all the women who stood by a great assembly all the people who lived in Pathros in the land of Egypt, answered Jeremiah, As for the word that you have spoken to us in the name of the Lord, we will not listen to you, but we will do everything that we have vowed, make offerings to the Queen of Heaven, and pour out drink offerings to her, as we did, both we and our fathers, our kings and our officials, in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem. For then we had plenty of food and prospered and saw no disaster." But since we left off making offerings to the Queen of Heaven and pouring out drink offerings to her, we have lacked everything and have been consumed by the sword and by famine. And the women said, When we made offerings to the Queen of Heaven and poured out drink offerings to her, was it without our husband's approval that we made cakes for her, bearing her image, and poured out drink offerings to her? Then Jeremiah said to all the people, men and women, all the people who had given him this answer, As for the offerings that you offered in the cities of Judah and in the streets of Jerusalem, you and your fathers, your kings and your officials, and the people of the land, did not the Lord remember them? Did it not come into his mind? The Lord could no longer bear your evil deeds and the abominations that you committed. Therefore your land has become a desolation and a waste and a curse, without inhabitant, as it is this day. It is because you made offerings and because you sinned against the Lord and did not obey the voice of the Lord or walk in his law and in his statutes and in his testimonies that this disaster has happened to you as at this day. 
Jeremiah said to all the people and all the women, Hear the word of the Lord, all you of Judah who are in the land of Egypt. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, You and your wives have declared with your mouths, and have fulfilled it with your hands, saying, We will surely perform our vows that we have made, to make offerings to the Queen of Heaven, and to pour out drink offerings to her. Then confirm your vows, and perform your vows. Therefore hear the word of the Lord, all you of Judah who dwell in the land of Egypt. Behold, I have sworn by my great name, says the Lord, that my name shall no more be invoked by the mouth of any man of Judah in all the land of Egypt, saying, As the Lord God lives. Behold, I am watching over them for disaster and not for good. All the men of Judah who are in the land of Egypt shall be consumed by the sword and by famine, until there is an end of them. And those who escape the sword shall return from the land of Egypt to the land of Judah, few in number, and all the remnant of Judah who came to the land of Egypt to live shall know whose word will stand, mine or theirs. I, I don't want to give any spoilers, but uh, it didn't, didn't turn out too well for the Queen of Heaven worshippers there. Yeah. Makes sense. Which Not, which just kind of makes, it, makes you wonder, like, you know, our government agencies that we're such a secular science-first society, but we have to name everything after after false gods. I mean, they can't have Christian names, obviously, but we can name everything after Greek gods and Roman gods and Egyptian gods and that's that's cool it's, but it's all science man. it's not the it's greek, not a religion right the greek gods thing's weird because they that they teach that in school like oh no this is the god of this this is the god of that and it's like a greek they teach greek mythology like factually in school like this is what, <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like well and but but you can't teach like western civilization or no no <laughs> church history Let's just start with a couple basics here, Andrew. <laughs> what do we really need to teach you? Well, let's see. Uh, are you? We could. We have we've you done ninety percent of our our gender studies uh, quotient for the week. So let's teach you some false god cosmology there, Andrew. Have you apologized for being white today? Because I feel like <laughs> we could. There's a lot of places to start, and that, that, that's yeah. one of them. Yeah, that's. I guess it's okay if you were like European, but as long as you weren't Christian, then you can still get talked about there. I don't know. It is just kind of interesting there. The whole uh, it's scientism, you know, it's it sure looks like a religion. The global warming thing sure looks like a religion, but I believe know. in science, Andrew. <laughs> And that—that's not a religious statement at all. Of, I believe in. Yeah. I mean, are you are you questioning my declaration of faith <laughs> for the word science? Science feels like a weird thing to question. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's totally different when it's science than if it's yeah God. Yeah, because it's called science. It's like my friends are are good guys because. They're anti-fascists, so 
anti-fascists right. can it's, do it's literally it, in the name yeah. it's in the name yeah they 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 beat they they're there to stop fascism <laughs> yeah. oh man well let's, let's, let's thank some people let's thank some people indeed Let's do it. So, uh, Revelations Radio News is not brought to you by... Well, it's brought to you by you. So, if you like what you were hearing, if you get value out of this show, please consider giving value back to us. We would appreciate it. We are doing this show based on the value for value method that is employed by uh, No Agenda Podcast as well as several other podcasts around the internet and has been employed by several churches throughout all of church history we're not <laughs> yes. as cool as a church but it's basically the same thing kind of value for value if you get value out of it give some value back and this week i want to say thank you everybody for stepping up I, that's not true let me say it this way thank you to the usual suspects who have been <laughs> supporting us for all this time for stepping back up again for all of the freeloaders out there who have listened and never donated. So uh, you put out the call last week, and the call was heard. So with that, I, I let's let's get into it, huh? Yeah. This, this, well, this get for, a, go ahead. Yes, is a, a big list. So, yeah. Uh, well, it's the, the last name, but that's the only name we got, so... Yes, so the Robertson Home has donated $20. So thank you to the Robertson Home from Parts Unknown. PayPal's weird, right? Like, who knows what, you know. You you create some account, like, oh, I'll just make a PayPal account so I can attach it to my eBay. And then 12 years later, there's some guy reading a... uh, They won't let you change it, yeah. Yeah, guy reading a spreadsheet somewhere in Oklahoma about, you know... (laughs) You donate right. to this podcast, and the name is Robertson Home. Oh man, I'm going to pronounce this place name wrong and get laughed at. But uh, Nick sent us ten dollars, and Nick's from Tomball, Texas. Tomball, Texas, and Nick actually sent a corresponding email with said donation. Let me see if I can find it. Do do do. Oh, and Syra sent in an email, I think it was last week, and then a little bit this week, which we never did touch on, and we should. So, uh, let me go back Well, here. you're kind of jumping around here, man. I know I am. I know I am. Go ahead. Well, Do you well, want the, to... The maybe... next, next person is, is Nick, right? Yeah, well... So, let me we... read Nick's email. Okay. So, I'm just trying to do that. If you want to read the next one, let me find Nick's email. <laughs> I could just... I could read the donation list and then you could go through the the notes that you wanted to go through at your leisure. <laughs> so <laughs> we got Robert uh, Robert from Parts Unknown sends five dollars. Thank you very much, Robert. Chris and Karen, that is I believe who you were thinking of, especially that supported very generously in the past and they sent us $400 which wow from uh, Garden City what state Tim? Mo Missouri <laughs> Missouri yeah. and I want to talk about them by the way they have a website where they talk about selling meat oh really? you can't buy it through the website though so Chris and Karen 
Is this something? Okay. That, is well, this we might something have to that, do a. Is this something that we can give out? Is this somewhere we can get our own meat? How do we? Yeah, we should. Are uh, you a? Do you meet ship meat? Do we have to drive up to get the meat? Well, I believe that they have uh, talked previously about coming down for a meetup. Yeah, they said they would do a meetup if, if, if it's the right time of year for them. If we so. got around to it and got it going, they would that make farming it down. thing tends to be a little time-consuming but yes with all of the animals that are around and whatnot so, uh, and the next one which you you may have missed at the top of the list but danny from medford oregon sent us 25 dollars. thank you very much danny thank you danny and uh brian from london ontario sent us a hundred dollars wow that's super generous thank you brian and uh, Cyrus sent us $5 from Reno, Nevada. And do you have the, the note? I don't. No, I don't have the note. Okay. Uh, because, yeah, the note is actually something that needs to be played. Uh, I think you need to watch it. And, but anyway, she responded uh, with, uh, I, I said all the young kids these days love Teslas. And she responded by asking her two young boys about Tesla. <laughs> and let me say something here, okay? Both, one of them thought it was fast, but they both thought they were dumb. Oh, good. There's hope for the future. There is hope for the future. However, these kids looked extremely healthy. They were outdoors. <laughs> they looked like they might be even be able to work on cars. They looked like they could probably... They, they just looked extremely capable and like they didn't spend a bunch of time staring at a screen during the day. So... I am encouraged to hear this news, but I'm still not convinced because I think her wonderful boys are a bit of an outlier. Yeah, perhaps not the uh, the same group of people that they're finding for the man on the street interviews. Uh, No, 100% (laughs) not that. No, 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 no. This is the the other end of the bell curve. I have to forward you this. Yeah, it's a great little video, but yeah. Yeah. Um, And uh, William or, or Bill... Sent us one hundred and thirty-five dollars, and he he donated very recently as well. So thank you very much for that generous contribution. Autumn sent us five dollars. Thank you, Autumn, and that's a recurring deal from uh, Snoqualmie, Washington. Yep. Kyle sent us ten dollars. Thank you, Kyle. Uh, Suzanne sent us fifty-five dollars. Thank you, Suzanne. And Sid, I don't... Has Sid donated before? No, I think Sid is a new donor, and I've missed... I'm just realizing I've missed two donations in the middle of this. So, Sid sent us $100. Thank you very much, Sid, and we'd like to to hear from you. So Absolutely. I, I also I completely missed these two people. They're not in the spreadsheet, so I apologize. Patrick from parts unknown ah that email looks super familiar i believe he's at least emailed before but i'm not sure he sent us ten dollars so thank you patrick and then our good friend caleb sent us a boob donation (laughs) you don't have to call it that (laughs) the 8008 in hacksaw which is famous from no agenda uh, he sent us the 8008. And I think he did it just to see how I was going to handle this. So, Yeah, uh, you handled it. You failed. I, so you just, just say 8008. 
Okay. Maybe he didn't mean that. Yeah. Maybe he just liked the symmetry. Yeah. Yeah. He likes a good palindrome. I'm just distracted. I was going to talk about this, but... uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. So, anyway, back to the top of the list. Nick, who donated, he goes... He wrote us an email as well. uh, And he sent it directly to my email because I said my email out loud on the last show. So, Mm -hmm. yep. So, there's no, can we read this on the show box? So, if you send something directly to my email, I may read it. Uh, Hello from Waller, Texas. Just wanted to drop a short note to let you guys know how much I appreciate the podcast. I only listen to a few and really get a lot of enjoyment from yours, especially currently trying to rid myself of some poisons tobacco and alcohol hopefully through god's grace i can kick these awful habits i've contributed ten dollars this week via paypal and hope to contribute more in the future through my savings in this endeavor keep up the good work and thanks for speaking the truth minus the flat earth stuff lol (laughs) that's why you had to read it no i didn't even i didn't even remember that he wrote that uh because (laughs) then this god bless nick and so i wrote nick back real quick and let him know hey quit alcohol first then quit smoking because that's how i did it no i was i actually didn't read that part i was so excited to email him back to let him know i'm here to to be of service if he is serious about getting sober the, and kicking those habits. I have been sober for a very very long time. I think seventeen years or something crazy. So the Chris White video on quitting uh, smoking and drinking is worth watching too. If he hasn't seen that, yeah, hundred percent. Is that still around? Have you seen it recently? Yeah, it's it takes a little searching for, but you can find it. So, funny, Chris, funny, Chris White, how I quit smoking and drinking. I think, but yeah, that's a great point. Thank you. For, yeah, that's that's wild, man. What that's that's actually. If I don't see that video, I don't know that this podcast happens. Yeah, that because that video after watching all Chris White's stuff for a bunch of it, I came across that video, and it and it was like how I quit smoking and drinking. It was right around. It was like a year or two, no, three at the most years after I had gotten sober. And I wrote him back immediately. I Actually, I didn't write him back. I was just like, I have to contact this dude immediately because we have so much in common. All the stuff he's talking about, uh, I believe. All the kind of new age stuff is being a, a trap and all this stuff. I, and then he quit smoking and drinking. I have to reach out to him. And so I emailed him. And then, uh, well, the rest is history. Then I become kind of friends with him. And then... I meet you, and now we're doing a podcast yeah. for the last 11 years. So, anyway, yeah, that's an awesome video, and also one that kind of changed my life in a way. So, yeah, yeah. So, that's I've, I've sent that video to random people on Twitter and had them say it really had an impact on them. So, it's, you know, there's, would, de- would definitely recommend there. Five out of five would recommend. Yeah. So I'd, it's very pragmatic. He always comes at things very straightforward. Yeah. So I will. So uh, Gretchen, who's from, she's a, a fellow Oklahoman, mm-hmm. and uh, we've heard from her previously. But she she sent some good information, and I wasn't gonna read. Uh, the positive flat Earth commentary, but 
but you know, since you're reading the negative flat Earth commentary, I oh guess my I'll gosh, read that part this too, one guy so. who said he was trying to get sober and then doesn't like flat Earth. <laughs> so. This guy's out here trying to quit cigarettes and alcohol, and you want to talk about the flat Earth? <laughs> well, you know, it's it's not unrelated, Tim. But the his alcohol and, and flat Earth. So the, well, no, just the addiction and sin the fallen fallen world and who the creator really is and what's really going on in the world it's everything is is connected but but anyway so the my email inbox has become a mecca for flat earth propaganda and globe propaganda so I'm, <laughs> like i said I, I keep threatening to change the the default admin email to your email so that you can field all these flat earth questions and and agreements and disagreements yeah yeah i don't mind when you forward me emails that's fine but uh so gretchen sent me down a rabbit hole though she suggested uh, she sent you some uh, video on uh, a pastor talking about flat earth stuff so that's you can check that out but she sent me some stuff on copper so that's oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so as, as a supplement right copper as a supplement okay yeah yeah, yeah 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 okay i had heard like hey if you're taking a bunch of magnesium you need to make sure you're getting copper didn't think too much about it so anyway so i do not have time to go through all the the clips in this show but they are not these are not current events so we will we'll keep them till next week but uh the the short version is that my uh copper drops came in the mail today so i'm i'm gonna start the copper and i will report back how it's going next show so, wow exciting it's yeah. like an so interactive I, email. I, I am the Revelations Radio News guinea pig. You're the, actually the official the, Revelations Radio News guinea <laughs> yeah. pig. The only one who's been a part of a... I'm a, uh, I'm a professional. I've been yeah, a professional medical trial. Yeah. So, well, officially. So anyway. this is, you know, previously my only copper source was the beef liver. So we got some, some supplemental copper. Uh Anyway, so the extreme, yeah, extreme health radio podcast. I kind of like that they have radio in the name, which I had not heard of, but of course is like huge compared to to ours. Uh, interview from that, and then I was looking through the archives of that podcast, and there was a a bunch of Lyme disease episodes and some other good stuff. So we'll. We'll touch on that next time, but uh, yeah, and guinea pigging the the copper. So, and if it if it goes horribly wrong, uh, we'll try not to blame Gretchen. But. In typical RN fashion, I did not have the emails lined up with the donation. So all the way back at the very first donation, which I think, we, or not the first, but one of the first, which is Brian from London, Ontario, he sent in a note. He said, I submitted a donation on PayPal tonight to try and help out. My PayPal is linked to my Gmail account, but I am trying to correspond now using my ProtonMail in the future. Which, by the way, I have a Proton email, 
and so does Andrew. So Tim yes, at we, Tim 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 at TimKilkenny.com is actually part of my Proton mail, and then we could respond back and forth via Proton. And so anybody who sends stuff to us can as well. Yes. I've enjoyed listening to your show very much during this past year. I first heard of you through the great Mr. Corbett. Although I listen to many podcasts, yours is the one I listen to without fail or delay each week. I hope that you are able to continue broadcasting on a regular basis. Uh, however, during these difficult times, we each have to do the best that we can for our families. And I wish you all well. Take care. Brian from London, Ontario. So, Well, that's that was a great note i'm glad you you found that yes and i got another one from someone else who just donated so but most of these came in after you put out the call for the donations being tight on money uh these came in with a corresponding notes to each one uh the name on this email is smelly blanket found at the back of a leaky barn so this that's, <laughs> that's who it's from Hey guys, oh, I know who that is. Yeah, me too, man. <laughs> hey guys, just letting you know, I still listen. I still enjoy it. I love the show notes. Sometimes an item or two is not there, but I can peck away at the keyboard on my own time to find them. Okay, stop. I do forget to put things in the show notes. So if please, if you don't see something there, email me and I Tim at timkilkenny.com. And I will try and figure out how to put it there. As a matter of fact, it's so bad that uh, our buddy Nick from Michigan emailed. He was like, hey guys, I'm going to send you a link. And then he sent us an email that had no link. And he goes, oh, pull the Tim. Here's the link. I was like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> this guy. Pull the Tim. Yeah. I don't, oh, think you've, I don't think you've cornered the market on that. No. Sometimes uh, an editor or two is not there, but I still peck away at not- the keyboard in order to find them. I never did get Andrew's book. But I'm sure it got stopped at the border. The psychology of totalitarianism was tough enough as Amazon suggested three times that I get a refund as my delivery was experiencing problems. Anywho, I'd be interested in Andrew's thoughts on Flat Earth. I'm not a believer, but I find it fascinating as some curvature stuff seems very dodgy. Like I can go to the lake and see downtown Toronto, which is 20-ish miles, and there should be around 20 stories of the building missing, but there is not. But yeah, that's not. that is some of the more compelling stuff on the flat Earth stuff too. It's like, why? How does that work? Shouldn't you have to well, go if, down? If you want, if you want my flat Earth stuff, it's not in the book because I was, I was a globe, I was a globalist when I wrote the oh, book. Oh, so. globalist, but, uh, dirty globalist. The, if they want, if he wants the Substack or the flat Earth thoughts, then recent Substack is where it's at. Yeah, there you go. He should do a live Q&A or something. I'll shoot you guys a couple bucks as well. Thank you for your efforts. Live Q&A, the Hoffman. Oh, well, man. Takes your calls. <laughs> You've done a live show before. Uh, you did too, man. You, you forget. we. There was this period in this show we did. A, we both were live on like a, like a, some sort of pirate radio stream. Johnny was on the same pirate radio stream, like was on the same stream. You were a regular guest on this guy's show. That's yeah, not going to ring a bell. You're not going to remember. Oh, well, no, 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 no. I, but, so you're not talking about our podcast. You're talking about no, you and me, me did, being a guest. No, you and me did, like, after you being a guest on this guy's show a bunch of times, we decided to do our show on his station at a certain time slot. It didn't last very long. Okay. Yeah, that's... 
What was the what was the radio? St- I don't know, right man. There. It's your friend. What are you talking about? I'll have to go back and find it. But anyway, uh, Ginger has written us as well, and this is a good one. I'm gonna have to forward it to you. She left a lot of information. She also uh, left an email and her phone number and everything. But uh, let me just start this off. Oh, we cannot read this on the podcast. Can you read this on the well, podcast? No. It's- but she <laughs> she sent in something about uh, a supplement that you or I touched on last show. Okay. So, right. uh, and then they she has some personal experience with it and wanted to pass it on to you and I. We'll go awesome. Ahead and forward this on at the moment before I forget to do so. But yeah, we cannot be reading it apparently. So, all right, forward it on. And then a lot of emails this week, too. I like that. It's always nice to hear from yep. you guys, hear from everybody out there. It uh, feels less like, you know, we're wasting our time talking to no one. So yes, 100%. Yeah. Uh, I got another one. This one is from Walker. Uh, I don't know if that's his last name or not, so I won't say it, but we'll just call him Walker. Hey, brothers, want to show this video showing declassified government documents admitting that the Earth is flat and non-rotating as well as verifying the firmament is real. Started to question these things about a year after coming to a saving faith in Christ our Lord. After seeing this, I have no doubts of biblical Earth cosmology. Here's a link to the video from another brother in the faith. All glory be to Christ our Lord. And then there's a video. <clears throat> Like put a, a put a tick mark in in the flat earth column there. Oh like the, gosh. <laughs> yeah. I I'll say this. I would guess the actual percentage of people is much much more on the not flat earth side of people listening. Yeah. But the the people that are on the flutter side are are more passionate, so we get a disproportionate email representation. They're more zealous. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let me let me explain something to you, Andrew. What you have done, <laughs> okay? When you we started this podcast together, what we did, you and I, is we took. A microcosm of a microcosm, and so we took the conspiracy world, yes, we, and we went on to Christian conspiracy a niche, world, niche category of a niche category of a niche category. Yeah, now I've split it again, and then you've now split it again. <laughs> and I'm just curious if your goal by the end is just you and Will are the only two people who listen to our podcast. It's just just continue to divide by two until there's no one left. (laughs) We'll let Tim keep doing the show, but really there's nobody left to talk to. When you're in an ecosystem of four million competing podcasts, you know, you you gotta specialize. So I think that this show should have more listeners. And I mean that because, not because I'm arrogant, but because there is a lot of things covered here, and I think a lot of people feel this way. There's a lot of things covered here that that people feel the same way that we do. It's just, they're not getting it. They're not getting it. And so, whether it's No Agenda, or James Corbett, or, or any of these people, Chris White, 
you know, those are the those are the the, the main sources. But there's there's room for others. There's room for others who need to uh, to just chat about it, have an open dialogue. Who have a, who aren't so big, they can read the emails and and uh, and talk to talk to each other as if they're not a you know some sort yeah, of a we, big deal. You know, it's it's not just that we don't have to worry about sponsors. Like we, you know, we don't have to worry about the level of audience that would <laughs> would be difficult to deal with if they oh but don't andrew don't sell yourself short we are constant this i get emails all the time we want to help you monetize your podcast please put you know turn you know congratulations you've been accepted on such and such podcast network and hey one 20 minute call and i can double your podcast audience i'll show you how like we constantly get that so yeah. we're just like any well, other those are those are sales inquiries, though. Yeah, no, they're just like any other podcast out there, though. We get all the, hey, we can help. Well, they, they say that the average podcast only makes it seven episodes, so once you're past that, you're above average. So, you know, we're 288. That's pretty good. Julian Charles, check. Should we do it? <laughs> <laughs> See if he's, if he's ahead of us now. The Mind Renewed... I think it's just the mindrenewed.com, right? Yep. It is. It is. There he is. And he's at 285. 285. We're, oh, we're we've, pulling away. We've pulled We've pulled comfortably into the lead. So <laughs> we'll see. I think, I think if he... I think for, for episode 300, we don't tell him that we were racing him these last 20 episodes. <laughs> and then we have him on the show to let him know we want. Just to taunt him? Like, yeah. hey, just wanted to let you. Just wanted I to think, let you know. Yeah, there's, people have done different things. Trying to have lots of guests on, very difficult. That's the, I, don't uh, think the, I don't think that's the route to go. The feet, well, yeah. The future quake route. It's. I feel a little weird saying that though, because I think both of us were guests on the final episode of Future Quake. So, right, but it, it's difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely difficult. Yeah. Definitely, difficult. it's hard enough having getting one guest to show up, much less multiple at the same. You know. Yeah. The right time. I'm gonna put this out there, and I'd like to hear from the audience. Uh, you go ahead and shoot me an email. I have. A couple of thoughts. There's a there's an app called Discord, which allows you to chat with people kind of real time as you go. Let's think about starting a Revelations Radio News Discord, or maybe we don't have enough listeners for that. Maybe like a Telegram group, or I was actually uh, thinking, I don't know, something something like that where there's like a chat for our. Do you have listeners. to pay for the Discord? I don't think so. Because I know you can have like your uh, private Discord server, right? Or, yeah. You know, group. It's. I mean, what's a, it's not that expensive, I'm sure. If if I do have to pay for, it. I don't think you do, but I'm sure it's a very small amount. And it's probably based on however much. Oh, that was the question I was going to ask. And then the other thing would be, would people be interested in listening to this show live? I don't know. We've never done. Well, we have done it, but it was a long time ago. So, yeah, I mean, we we have been, you know, within half an hour of the same start time for a few weeks. Yeah, well, I think the West Coasters could get a could could, could get a lot out of it. it would start at seven o'clock 
West Coast time in the evening. Nine o'clock. Oh, it would, would it? You would be ready to go? Oh, it would, would it? <laughs> Unlike today when it started at 7.38, Tim. So, yeah, yeah, that is the problem is I'm always late to things, so that's my fault. But uh, anyway, just a thought. Maybe we'd start doing a live show, have a, have a little chat room in there and everything. I don't know, just an idea. Or we just keep putting it out like we have. If it's not broke, don't fix it. Anyway, uh, this concludes a super uh, ADD-riddled, uh, not-enough-sleep-riddled uh, donation segment where we thank everybody for donating. And we do want to thank everyone for donating. Thank you to the Dannys. Yes, thank you a- to uh, our farmers, our ranchers there in Missouri, and to all the people, William um, and uh, just all the people who continue to step up all the time. And if while the donations were good, if you heard the same people's name again, <laughs> as you always hear, and you have gotten some value out of it, please consider sending some value back in the form of a jingle, artwork, monetary, or even prayer. If you would like to donate, just go to revelationsradionews.com backslash support. Revelationsradionews.com. Let's see if that works. Let's click on the support tab. Is that right? Yes, backslash support. And right there, you can donate in a bunch of ways. And all donations over $25 get a free copy of Andrew Hoffman's New World Order in the Eugenics Wars. You can donate via Stripe, which is buy me a coffee. You can send money via PayPal. You can even send it old school snail mail to a P.O. box. There's a Bitcoin address. There's a Monero address, XRP, Litecoin. If you want us to put some other sort of fake money <laughs> QR code up there so that we can ride the wave of the tech nightmare that is uh, blockchain. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but I'll put it up there for you. So uh, you can also find links in this on the show notes page, uh, actually on the sidebar of every page on the website for Andrew's Substack, which of course is critiquing eugenics. And then uh, for my Twitter, it's and worth then, every penny on that subscription. I bet it is. And then, of course, there's the Instapaper there, uh, a bunch of podcast sites and whatnot. And, uh, yeah, check out the show notes. Somebody just said they like the show notes. I try on the show notes. Some, I'm, I've been slacking. I usually put the or last three or four. I have not put the show clips. But before that, I was actually putting all the show clips in, the, in each individual show. So sometimes that makes it a little bit easier for people to listen to. Yeah. Please contribute, whether even, even if it's just prayer. Or if you just want the link to my wife's, uh, nobody's taken us up on it yet. I've got I've sent the link out, but I haven't seen any uh, requests for a discount come through. Maybe they're just paying full price, and I'm meanwhile I'm mailing clothes off to them. They don't even, I don't even know. That's possible too. Yeah. yeah. What What's the code? Or you just if they go through the link, it's automatic. Uh, no. If, if you yeah, make it make an offer. Like find something you like, and then you can like make an offer to the person on there, but just say that you are a Revelations Radio News listener, and okay. I will see that and uh, give you a aforementioned discount based on that. Yeah, or if they want to contribute extra, they could pay extra. There you go. That's true. <laughs> That's true. It's called tax fraud, Andrew tax fraud 
Is it? I don't know. Why would that be tax fraud? I don't know. It's income income fraud. If you're if you're saying that a, an item, it's I actually I think that's money laundering because they're paying more for an item than it actually costs. Oh, but it it costs whatever you decide oh. it's worth. Oh, so I could then say, hey, you know what? I've changed the price on this. You know, this I mean, much higher. Some someone's buying six hundred thousand dollars Hunter Biden paintings out there. So you know. I'd, I mean, he's a good painter, but he's but he's no he's no George W. Yeah, I was just, that's like, dang it, man! Come on, man! Taking my lines, come on! Just sitting here thinking about George W. Bush painting his dogs. His art. The, the genius that he is, yeah, he is a genius, man. <laughs> but the I, just for people, if you, you know. Just so you know, that was a joke about the the price being right. It is free. The Substack is free, so we are. Oh, well, let's see. Let's see how many free subscribers we are up to. Five hundred and ninety subscribers on the Substack. So, wow, that's impressive, Andrew. Yeah, well, Good. maybe by maybe a thousand by the by year end. That'll be the goal. That is that's awesome, man. Congrats, congrats. So yeah, critiquing eugenics. And then if you want to donate, you can always go to eugenicswars.com. That'll bring you right to the donation page. So anyway, do we actually wrap it up? Yeah, because I, I don't want to just start the new, all, all the clips I've got and then not be able to go through them. So yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. The only other kind of standalone story sort of related to the donation segment is some propaganda from Yahoo Finance. El Salvador had a Bitcoin revolution. Hardly anybody showed up and they tried to present it as a big failure, which, you know, if you ask Max Kaiser, he would have a different opinion. But uh, the truth is probably somewhere in between. But very interesting that they, you know, that Governments are certainly feeling the need to put out some anti-Bitcoin force in the financial realm. I like it. Well, Bitcoin is not money. So, or is it? Money is just in the eye of the beholder? I don't know. It's uh, it's interesting. El Salvador is such a small country. I wonder if the banksters are just like, ah, let them have El Salvador. Well, they haven't killed off the president yet, so they haven't. It's not the Gaddafi gold-based system. But uh, yeah, there's, and it's whatever. I mean, everybody's Bitcoin's gone down in value. I don't know that El Salvador is really way worse off. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you this. I personally don't hold on to Bitcoin. I hold on to the American dollar, and it hasn't changed in value. So, <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> Everything's the same? Those groceries are the same? Yes. Yeah, same, same dollars, same housing no, no. prices, the same? Did you miss it? Uh, I guess you missed it. It was like uh, about a month ago. Biden came out. It's like, hey, there's zero inflation. Oh, he has zero inflation. That's right. You must, you must have missed that. 
Um, I think I'll play one last little clip. It's oh, it's not long. It's two minutes long, and it's my buddy Alex Stein, the greatest uh, town hall rapper out there. <laughs> yes. Turns out he undisputed is best undis- town hall rapper <laughs> in the world. Turns out he is not always just cracking the jokes. He is on point when he speaks normally. Is this with Tucker? Yeah. The Fox Nation deal? Yeah. Yeah, this is good. And then, you know, we had to get conspiratorial, and we look at the Iran-Contra. The CIA was trading drugs with Nicaraguans for guns. We were giving them guns, and then they were taking that cocaine, and they were flying it into Mena, Arkansas, which Bill Clinton happened to be the governor of that state. And they were taking those drugs, and they were putting them in Florida. They were putting in California, Freeway, Ricky Ross. So they created the crack epidemic. So the people, the same people that did that, they're creating the problems that we have today. So it's just a new drug for a new era. Amazing. <laughs> Not really. So, it's scary. No, no, no. I know I mean, what you I mean. mean. I know you just mean that sarcastically. Yeah, really. no, but it's what's just interesting because, I mean, I grew up in a world where, and I, speaking for myself, I actually believe that conspiracy theories were the way that dumb, uninformed people explained a complex world. Yeah. If you couldn't understand what was actually happening, you resorted to a conspiracy theory, and that was a mark of a low IQ. Of course. Now, I always think this. The more informed, the smarter the person, the more likely they are to be connecting the dots that you're connecting. So you grew up in a world where people just like assumed that the system was not on the level, I think. Well, it's called cognitive dissonance. It's like you know the government is, you know, has done corrupt stuff. You know there's classified levels of intelligence that you'll never be a part of. But you have cognitive dissonance thinking that the government has your back. They don't. It's a personal people control system. They want to control us. And that's one of the biggest parts of why they want to keep you depressed. Because, Tucker, when you're constantly depressed, you're in what is called fight or flight. So your hormone response is constant cortisol. And that's why Brian Stelter, those guys, they constantly have the ticker on CNN, how many people die, how many people die. Because people get addicted to that hormonal response. And once you're in that fear state of fight or flight, you can't see the forest for the tree right in front of your face. Yes. So then they can literally, like a dog with a treat, they can make you do whatever you want. And that treat is just more trauma, what I call trauma-based mind control, just more fear tactics in order to control you. So that's what's happening now is the mainstream media, not you, but the, most of the mainstream media uses fear to control us. And that's the same mechanism that the government uses. I couldn't agree more. There it is. Come on, Tucker. You really thought the conspiracy theorists were the dumb people? Ah, he's <laughs> he's just a heir to a huge fortune. He's a he's a weird dude. No, uh, you're thinking of the CNN guy. No, but t- but Tucker is uh, intelligent related to his dad was an in intelligence. But you're thinking of Anderson Cooper. No. Tucker Swanson Carlson is going to be the heir to the Swanson Enterprises, the frozen food company. How much is he going to get? I don't know. Well, he married. Did he marry into the family? Anyway. He is. I mean, I knew he was like, you know, East Coast hoity toity. I don't know if it's the. Is that an East Coast thing that you say called instead of named every time? 
that drives me nuts. What is it? He was called on. I I have a uh, podcast co-host called Tim Kilkenny. Oh. You know, in, uh, instead of named. Like we have names. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But he's the heir to the Swansons. I did not know that. Yeah. There you go. I I don't know if that's quite the same level as the Vanderbilts, but No, I don't I, I don't think so. But it's not small either. What in the world? Just trying to find this. Anyway, he's no he's no uh, John Hines Carey. <laughs> John Hines Carey. Uh, yeah, Anderson Cooper. Uh, the really rich one is Julia Louise Dreyfus. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, because of Seinfeld? No. She would be a billionaire without Seinfeld. Really? Yeah. How is she? Which kind of makes you wonder... You know, I... I mean, she was pretty talented. She was good on Seinfeld, but... Like, what... You kind of wonder why... Uh, even as Jerry Seinfeld talked about, because they were a total flop the first year, but they were given another, you know, another year to keep going. Hmm. Worked out. But. All right. Well, I am drawing a blank on this. It looks like maybe his parents are the Swanson heirs. I don't know. I'll look further into it. But I, you know, would like to hear from you and wanted to hear if you have any words of wisdom for us today. Don't eat Swanson frozen dinners. There's your words of wisdom. Oh, come on. That's not going to help anybody out there. Nobody's going to eat a Swanson frozen dinner. Our listeners respect I, I themselves. Mean, how much is it? I don't know how much money that's... Uh, there's probably a lot still. It's, in in the frozen food market? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, there's so much money in that sort of stuff. Like, that's a... I mean, essentially, restaurants in the United States are just frozen food warmed up is is tucker going to discover you know seed oil and all these food things at some point maybe this i think not yeah oh i found a fact check false snope says false patricia swanson who married tucker carlson's father when tucker was 10 years old is an heiress to the wealth generated by the swanson tv dinner company her grandfather, Carl Swanson, founded, but the family sold Swanson branded food products to Campbell's in 1955. Uh, how much she inherited was is not public. Well, he, he might get some money. We'll just say that. Anyway, uh, yeah. Words of wisdom are, thank you guys for donating to <laughs> that's, our- a, that's such a typical Snopes fact check. False! Well, okay, yes, it's true, but not, but... Yeah, it's true. It's 100%. They don't totally own yeah. the Swanson, fan, yeah, Swanson true. brand anymore. The, yeah. He's still an heir to the Swanson Foods, right? Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, is John Kerry not... 
False. <laughs> it was not his parents who inherited the money. It was his wife's parents. False. Anderson Cooper is not in the CIA. He was in the CIA, but oh. only for a year. You know what they say about... And uh, it's totally in- unconnected with his career in media. <laughs> He's just making it on talent. <laughs> just like Reverend... And Reverend Al Sharpton... You know, false that he works for the FBI. He did work for the FBI, and that has nothing to do with his career in media. <laughs> he was an informant for the FBI, but he is not currently. Yeah. John Kerry was never a part of the CIA. Like, right at the second, he's not informing for the FBI. Yes. I haven't seen him today, so I would say no, not an informant. Once OSS, always OSS. What? Yeah. What? Oh. All right, man. Well, thanks for doing yet another show. I hope everybody out there enjoyed it. Sorry for the uh, low energy on my part. I'll be back rocking and ready to go next week. Thank you for the donors, for the regulars who stepped up for donations. Thank you to you guys, especially. And thank the and the new people, too. Thank and you. the new people for stepping up as well. And thank you, you, you to you, Andrew, for uh, staying up with me. It's midnight. We got yes, to get sir. And do, next do week, you know, the cliffhanger. Don't don't put all the the copper clips in the on the website yet. We got to oh. save it for next week. Oh, and I was gonna say something too. I I actually uh, found episodes one through ten of this podcast. I had, I'd been missing them for a couple of years, and I just recently <laughs> found episodes it must one. Must be so through- bad. Uh, the first one's pretty cool, man. I think we should we should play it one of these days. It's kind of hilarious. So <laughs> a lot of I I I have a one of those what do they call this the mic pop thing that keeps you from your peas from I did not have that in the first episode. I'll tell you that as a <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's funny. There's like no music to intro. We just like start off just talking and uh, but that was. August 3rd, 2011. So we, uh, in our usual Revelations Radio News fashion, missed our opportunity to really celebrate 11, our 11-year 11 uh, time. But I have another opportunity coming up to steal directly from No Agenda Podcast. Adam Curry's birthday was a few days ago. My birthday coming up in two weeks. So not this coming up Sunday, but the following Sunday, September the 18th. Everybody who nice. wants everybody who wants to wish me a happy birthday may donate eighteen dollars to the podcast. Eighteen dollars seems like a normal amount, regular amount. Eighteen dollars. Are you turning eighteen? I am turning eighteen. <laughs> yeah, eighteen dollars for the eighteen-year-old guy born on September the eighteenth. Nineteen. How old are you going to be, Tim? Uh, I had to add that up. So. <laughs> Turns out, to carry the one, uh, 42, be 42, 42, and I don't, I think I'm in some of the best shape I've ever been in, so I'm doing, that's good, doing my best, I got a little baby girl, she's two years old, and uh, I'm not, keep up with her, I'm not going to be that guy who's like too fat or too old to throw the ball with her, you know, help her with sports if she needs it, so gotta stay in shape been lifting been running been trying to stay in shape and uh move on with my life but anyway anybody who wants to say happy birthday 18 dollars donation that'll be uh in this net run for the next couple of weeks while we do the show and uh yeah i think that's it 
Thank you, Tim. Thank you, Andrew. A copy of this podcast, as well as links to each story covered, are available at revelationsradionews.com. To contact Andrew and Tim, or to support Revelations Radio News, please visit revelationsradionews.com and click on the Contact tab or Support tab. Please check out the other podcasts at revelationsradionetwork.com, and thank you for your support of this podcast. Don't you say-